Welcome to the Red Black League Boys High School Hockey Podcast. I'm Tony Scott, joined today with Danny and Carl in our seventh season of our show. We're going to have a great one today, our season preview, tradition company rankings, both A and AA. We'll go over some news and nuggets, as well as an exclusive interview with Jack Jablonski on the heels of a 10-year since the his injury uh, playing for Benilde St. Margaret. So we'll do a section-by-section breakdown and a whole bunch more. Hope you enjoy today's show. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, good evening, boys. How are you guys doing, Danny? Uh, maybe we get a new song this year, Ring of Fire. Uh, we're going to get an intro, I think. Okay. I think okay. I got an intro coming. Okay. okay. When I get yeah. around uh, it, we'll have our own intro for the show. Well, mm. we're getting our own jackets. Jackets. Ooh. Quarter zips. Swag. Swag from the Minnesotan. It's going to look sweet. Excellent. Yeah. I'm getting two. I'm getting a home and an away. That's because you're the king and people pamper you. No, it always goes back to the light blue jacket on the glass when we're shooting photos is something that kids recognize. Um, but if I'm running a tournament or I'm in a booth, uh, do I really need to have this bright blue jacket on at all times? Be honest with everybody here. It's your favorite color. I like it. I like it. I like light blue. Can, can we get an, an alternate jersey too? You know, yeah. gray. Uh, We're gonna get a gray. Yeah, maybe, maybe with some Porsche shoes running around the race. Yeah, wow. <laughs> some YHH logos all over everywhere. The place. <laughs> everywhere. Nope. Uh, you guys are gonna get navy blue jackets this year. Okay. So oh. look for us at the rinks. In your puffy blue, navy blue jackets. It's the exact jacket I have. The light blue, but a navy blue version. So. It, I plan okay. on being a. Uh, a lot of games this year. Yes, yes. Someone has to do makeup. You <laughs> do have to make up for last year, that's for sure. That was still the strangest year. Did you go to any games? I only went to games that I broadcasted. Yeah, and and you went to Duluth East games only, right, Carl? Pretty much. There were a couple other ones that I snuck into up here just because we were a little more loose in northern Minnesota. But, yeah, it wasn't much. And after about... Eight, I went to maybe 10 games, and shooting pictures with masks over faces was just, wasn't fun. And I figured I could get with all the broadcasting that was last year. I, I did, just did a lot more from the couch than I could do. I could be way more effective. And we've since changed our, our did you see any of our girls' tweets this last week with Sniper's Edge? Did you see any of the ones we pulled off? It's sweet. You're going to like it. We no. are not going to be follow the puck this year on Twitter during high school hockey. We are going to do everything by score, by period, by conference, and that's it. So we're not going to give you 7,000 tweets a night on Twitter. So, so what's going on? So let's use Northwest Suburban Conference. You'll get a Northwest. There's four games going on Northwest Suburban Conference after the first period. Here's four Northwest Suburban scores Ooh, in the first period. Just that's a scoreboard? It. Just a scoreboard every like period. That. It's just going to be a lot less to digest on our Twitter feed than, you know, Every goal, everything. Mm -hmm. and, I, and we've trained our kid. We had we had him in here for like three hours and say, hey, you know what? If you see a great goal, you know, in a Minnetonka Dyna game, for example, on Twitter, retweet that. You know, if it's just something that's kind of pivotal yeah, in the, in the game. Fine. But we really want to focus our tweets to be more just give them 
the scores by conference. We fought on non-conference and conference, and we're going to just stick to conference scores and non-conference scores every night by period. Yeah, I will say that YHH's Twitter can be a little busy sometimes. Yeah. So that makes sense. We're trying to just pull that back a little bit. Okay. Um, not to jump in Carl's complete news and nuggets, but talk about social media for a little bit there, Tony. Yeah. Don't, we've, don't go too far here. We've okay. added, yeah, I know. We've added uh, a ton more, a lot more content thanks to Matt Jasper, um, Home Ice Guy. Um, he's done some amazing work in the video sector. Our TikTok page has just in the last week has gone crazy. We have 17 as of this minute, we're like 1700 followers on TikTok. We had 30 10 days ago. So we're really kind of exploding there. We're giving people 30 second, 60 second videos, whether they're top 10 goals or PB teams to watch. And you can only imagine what we're going to do with all the high school content here. And, and our podcast, we're hoping to start videotaping our podcast. So you'll get a nugget or two out of each podcast that will go on to TikTok and just another avenue of social media that we can uh, give people access to our content. I'm excited. But Tony, excited how, how, are, how are your dance moves? Uh, there won't be any Do you know dance how to floss? moves. No, there'll be no dance moves. Um, I'm a big consumer of TikTok. I've told you guys this. I love comedy. I like things that are funny, things that make me laugh, and uh, that's what we're going to try to do. Either give you some some goals, some some good content, or something that's kind of lighthearted and fun. We gonna get some hair demos too. I don't know about that. We maybe maybe maybe, if, maybe if, there is we, a market for it. It's right we there. could do a Danny's recipe section. That's another thing that I love about TikTok. <laughs> Sixty second TikTok videos about recipes. I love. I, I'm addicted to those, and I like car detailers. That's another one of my favorite guys. Who this lady goes on and cleans cars in ninety seconds. Oh, oh my god, it's so oh. rewarding. Those are the so oddly rewarding. satisfying yes. things. Yes. Cleaning yes. carpet, cleaning cars and carpets. I'm like, oh, oh look how dirty. That that was and now it's clean <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why it's that's why tiktok's awesome you get gives you exactly what you want you i would know? never want to buff a carpet no. i enjoy watching it <laughs> no, no, it's amazing it's amazing uh, stuff. okay carl what's the news and nuggets with this year's new season well let's talk a little bit about this new season so it's not last year. We know that. Things are going to be a lot better. We're all going to be in the building. We're probably not going to be, have to be masked. That's an improvement. Depending, depending on the county. Like depending on the county. Everything. Really? What's that? Really? You could be wearing a mask. I would. I, I could see So games bring a mask to yeah, games could, well, just yeah. in case. Just in case. Uh, I would have a mask. Just Carl, back, probably yeah. not. Carl, no. No, no, no. no, no. I, I don't need to worry. Maybe in Duluth. <laughs> No, Blue's, I actually Blue's checked the Heritage Center last week. They're pretty blue. It, it's, it's, I, ch I checked the Heritage Center website last week. They're not re requiring them. I've been. I've hosted two tournaments, one in Rochester, and they were required, but nobody was not enforced. Sorry, Rochester. And then we were in, <laughs> and then we were in Moorhead, which the sports center is also yep. on the grounds of the school, and they were required, ah. but not enforced. And then they were recommended at the sports center, which is run by the youth association, and not enforced. I sorry to sound so jaded about this mask topic, but without a statewide mask mandate, it's going to be really hard for 
yeah. cities and you know I, I, a private company can enforce it right because they have mm-hmm. employees and security and you know like a target could enforce it a northwest airlines or excuse me delta can enforce it you know airports they can enforce it but if you're walking into some rink at bloomington or no no chance i just no. don't though nancy could make me wear a mask no she won't she was the one who oh. refuses okay when the, just... new, when the new mandate in bloomington came out she called me, she goes there's gonna be signs up here I'm not enforcement. I'm not making any of our people enforce it. We'll wear a mask when we're in the public, but we're not going to tell anyone to wear a mask. And I think that's the general gist of this. Yeah, whole that seems to be the general yep. theme now. Yep. But could this still disrupt some seasons, though? Yeah, that's a great question. You and I, we chatted about this a little bit before the show, and I, I think that it's, it's going to be different with each uh, school system. Obviously, I think the private schools are going to be obviously the least resistant to making people wear masks or uh, follow up with, with uh, what do they call that, point of contact with a close contact. Yeah, yeah. But there, could, there, could be, there could be some schools in those you know heavy blue uh, regions like Minneapolis or St. Paul who could go pretty hardcore. I, I could see them going hardcore and having that, having rules in place. And all of a sudden you're Orno and you got a game, you know, a section game with Minneapolis that's going to get canceled. I could see that. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I can. St- I can still. Because Minneapolis, see... using my hometown, Ooh, quote, 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 using them as a, as an example, I could see that happening there. I, I really could. I yeah. could still see a team making it to state. Oh gosh, don't say oh, that. Come on, not that again. No, not that no. Again. That, I can't see that. You don't think so? No, I don't see that. Okay, I'd say two percent chance of that happening. Yeah, I don't no. know. All right. Well, no let's way. shift to some, <laughs> some juicier news. Juicy. Let's go up to War Road, ooh, where there is ooh, some ooh. breaking news here. Give Gosh, us the juice, Tony. boy. If there was juice, this is the juiciest of the juice. Uh, there's a young man. His name is Damon Gardner. He's, uh, uh, he, he's lived in War Road, in and out, uh, throughout his uh, youth career. Um, he's actually from uh, Ontario. Um, he's Ojibwe, and he's... You know, obviously got uh, deep roots in World as well. His sisters played for World High School and played at North Dakota. He's got a sister, I believe, that plays at Mankato State now. Um, and he's been all over the place. I kind of thought he was going to be a Western Hockey League kid. But uh, he's made his way to the uh, USHL. Um, he's committed to Clarkson. And he is now enrolled at World High School and will be playing for the Warriors starting today. So let's go back on this. I remember the name Damon Gardner. I remember him from an article. I looked this up while we were, uh, you know, in, in our pre pre show prep. This this article was when from when he was nine years old. Yes, it was from 2013. It was an article. It was in the Winnipeg Free Press, just talking about like how far people were going for hockey and how crazy good this kid was. And that was <laughs> nine years ago. Yeah, and, and he played in the he played in the brick. Um, he's been all over the world playing hockey, and uh, he's always kind of been based a little bit there because his sisters won state championships for Izzy, and and uh, he's had, he had a great great memories of that as a kid, and he wants to go back and, and win a state championship with World. I think it's going to be awesome for for everybody. You know, it brings on even better competition for East Grand Forks and, and Hermantown, and it's going to make class, class A hockey interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll talk about the that with the class a rankings in a little bit here too but in the meantime let's stay up in the northwest corner of the state 
talk a little bit about Rozo. I mean, we covered most of our coaching changes in you know, many of our summer and fall podcasts, but we had to wait for this one. It's crazy, but, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mid-September? Yeah. I think Greg Lund and Tony Scott were the only two people that applied for that job. You know, <laughs> I'm still mad I didn't get it. Myself. Did Mrs. Scott not want to make a move? <laughs> no, I didn't get offered. I didn't get, I tried, I, I applied, and I didn't get the job. It's my dream job as the coach for the Rams. we got to build you up would, this res. Yeah, I know, I know. I need to get some better coaching experience. But my point is, nobody applied. Yeah. You know, no one applied. And Greg Lund, their Bantam coach, was to end up, end up getting it by default. So Yeah, so how does that happen? I mean, this is a storied program one of the greatest in history they have a very good team coming back as we'll talk about in a little bit how does that happen i can give a really frank answer not enough people give it. Give no it. carl talked about it before we turned the recording button on how there was a job in world for a hundred thousand dollar a year job in world for economic development job and i was like, well, carl you should take that job and what did you say i, I don't like to hunt i don't like to fish I don't want to live six hours from civilization. That's why that job isn't that attractive. You have to find somebody who's committed. Now, remember now, it's also not a very solidified job. They fired Andy Lumbaum. Like, you're going to take this job, move your family there. You know, you'd have to presumably move to Rozo in some way, shape, or form. And then you could get fired three years later? No, thanks. That's not a desirable job. Yeah, no. No. You know, I played golf with Rand this summer up in Duluth, and I said, well, why don't you take a run at Rozo? He goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I get fired there in two years. <laughs> that was what he said. I'm like, yeah, you'll never get the record then, you know. <laughs> so we had a good time with that. Yeah. All right. And we'll stick with some comings and goings here. Let's talk a little bit about some of the changes that we have with teams. So Yeah. Um, so we, we did subtract two teams as there were two mergers that happened. One we knew about, this was coming for a while. Rock Ridge is officially merged into one team now. So Virginia and Eveleth, two storied programs, are no more. Though Danny is happy because he got a jersey out of it. So Yay. we're all good. Um, but it's a year earlier than what we thought, wasn't it, Carl? Right, yeah. They're not actually in the new school building yet. They're still in the separate buildings, but they are combining the sports teams. The rink looks pretty legit. You got to visit it, didn't you? Yeah, I got got to have a tour. Um, it's a really nice, modern-looking main rink. Um, nice second rink. Great um, atrium with uh, you know, some pictures of Eveleth and Virginia hockey history in there. They've got a great trophy rack going that is actually on an upside-down bench, hmm. or a series of upside-down benches from the old miners' building, which has been oh, knocked cool. down. So they're cool. pulling in some history that way. And Where nice is it in Virginia? Because I thought they just knocked the miners down and yeah. built on top of it. Where did they put they it? They did. Oh, they did it's put a, it right on, on top side. of it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Though, though you Jazzy and I were just talking about it. He, now, he said it was someplace like, else. I'm like... No, no, same spot. Okay. In, ah, effectively, man, in I was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice conference center, nice spaces around there too. So it, YMCA has stuff in there. So it's a great facility for the... For the whole area. When will it be done? Uh, the, the arena's operational. So they'll be playing yeah. hockey games in it this yeah. year? Yeah. When I was there a couple weeks ago, and they said they had their first you know booked ice maybe a week later from when I was there. Okay, so dumb so. question. They played, Virginia played games in this building last year, right? Yeah. No. No. No, they no, they played in the old miners. I was I was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. played in old miners, and then they built it in nine months? Well, the... 
I think the bulk of the building was like it was like slightly offset from the new one. You know, so, so they, they were you know, when you're determined to door. make something, Tony, it gets done quickly. Yeah, I know. And the I'm old just, one is I'm now from the parking parking lot plaza area. I'm impressed. Well, I'm just impressed. remember this: the steel from the mills was still hot when it was put into the Empire <laughs> State Building. True, true. That's a actual yeah. true fact. I believe that. So, so anyways, that's cool. That's merger number one. Merger number two is something called Northern Edge, and it is combining the North Branch and St. Francis programs. I'm just collecting are more they, obsolete jerseys now. I I know, guess. Are, are they, yeah, uh, yeah, you got. Are North they? Branch, yeah, though. you have two obsoletes now. Um, more. I know you have more than that, but okay. How about uh, how about um, Northern? Okay, so the North Branch is this team? Is this going to be Double A or A? It's double a. They are double A. Yeah, they are stuck in seven double A. Seven double A now has ten teams. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be. All yeah, because right. St. Francis was double A until they got a weird exemption a couple of yep. years ago, yep. which apparently was shrinking numbers. Because I'm sure they were the ones that drove this, not North Branch. Yeah. Other than North Branch needing a oh, ring. Oh, I would think North Branch would have driven it more than St. Francis. St. Francis had players and a ring. North North Branch doesn't have players and doesn't have a ring. So I would say that hmm. North Branch would have been the pusher of this one. Interesting. Didn't realize they were dwindling. Yeah. But they have a uh, ring now. Yeah. It's so yep. funny. I mean, you, you think about North Branch and St. Francis, right? Yeah. North Branch has had some great hockey players. Well, Joey Bennett went to St. Francis. Yeah, but I would still yeah. think that North Branch yeah. has had way more. They went yeah. to a state tournament. Hunter, Brady uh, Meyer. Yeah. 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 Some good players. I mean, you know, uh, Jack Harvey, I know he didn't play at North Branch, but he's from North Branch and played in their youth association. So yeah. I, I, he's a BU commit, plays for, I think, Chicago Steel. I, I do think it's weird, like you said. I mean, this is... It's tiny Larry is producing stud hockey players. East Central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> it is East Central. All right. Keep going, Carl. What do we got? East Central. Uh, we've got a team that uh, you may have looked like a new name on your schedule this year, named Two Rivers, but... It's actually not a new school. It's just uh, Henry Simbley after Ooh. former Governor Simbley was canceled. God, did he ever get canceled? Another <laughs> obsolete jersey. But of, <laughs> we all agree here. If there's anybody that deserves to be canceled, Henry Sibley is. He'd be first on the list in Minnesota. <laughs> He's not great. Yeah. He is objectively really not great. <laughs> it, I don't know why it took this long. I don't either. <laughs> well, we'll get to history yeah. later. But, like uh, the history of mass executions. Yeah. Uh, the guy. But, um, yeah. but it, it's just a very generic name. To, yeah. I, that's, and what are the two rivers? Is it Mississippi Sip- and Minnesota? Minnesota? Yeah. I assume. Yeah. 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 Or Min- I mean, call and, themselves and are they Mendota. The Warriors? Are they the Warriors? Yeah, I believe. Oh, wow. Huh. Interesting. Oh, that, that's another... That's another that too. That was so yeah, weird. that's another weird <laughs> Henry yes. Sibley's the Warriors. And they were had Indian <laughs> head logos back in the day <laughs> when I played there. Yeah, it's like, just a level weird. of disgust. Yes. <laughs> just Google eighteen sixty two. It's eighteen sixty two. It's so it's, bad. It's real bad. I agree. I agree. So I, I'm couldn't they pick a new name, new nickname too? Couldn't they just said, "All right, let's pick a new name"? Yeah, 
Let's just throw it in a bag. Eagles. Yes. Panthers. Eagles. Wildcats. Yeah, some cats or some birds. <laughs> yeah. Hawks. Yeah. You know hawks down by the river? Yeah. You know, river hawks. There we go. River hawks. <laughs> no, that'd be stupid. Two rivers, river. Two, that's stupid. Two. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. Wolverines. Yeah, Wolverines. <laughs> that's dumb. Because you always see oh. Wolverines in Minnesota. You yeah. see them everywhere. Oh, yeah. All oh, the wait. time. That's another school. Sorry. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially after they get into the mines and get a little discolored. <laughs> that's right. Rockridge right. radioactive rodents. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Anyway, one, one other team to add here. Winona Cotter, who yeah. was on this podcast last year, now exists. They have a schedule. They are um, mostly playing a bunch of Wisconsin and Southern Minnesota teams, but they make a couple visits to the Metro, and they even have a game against Benilde. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, what are they thinking? What, you, what are their, <laughs> What's their mascot, they have the Pilgrims? 13 kids on their team. 13 kids. 13. Oh. That's Oof. it. That's, I just got a text from him. Is this a JV hey. game? Yeah, is that going to get played on rink two? Could you imagine? I mean, SLP? like <laughs> Southwest JV when I was JV my sophomore year played Minneapolis North varsity. It was 29 to nothing after the second period, and they said, it's over. Get on the bus. Warm up the bus. So we left. You know, I've only seen that happen once. I was at Grand Rapids Greenway like seven years ago or something when the rivalry renewed. <laughs> they mm-hmm. played running time in the third period of JV to get them off the ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we, the state high school league had this rule. There was no running time. So it'd be like 15 oh. minute periods and we score, you know, pass, eight pass. seconds later we score. We score, we score. Oh. I'm like, well, this oh. is unfair. These kids didn't want to skate, you know. Yeah. And no. Here, our varsity was, you know, top ten, top twenty type team. And we JV. had Mr. Hockey on it, and oh, you know, you know he was mean? my best friend. I'm just saying, <laughs> we were a decent team. It'd be like a Benilde now playing. Yeah. Yes. Cotter. Cotter. It's not gonna be good. Yeah, but and that would be the Winona Cotter Ramblers, by the way. Oh, I thought I Pilgrims. Like I like that. I like that name. When I was a kid and growing up in the seventies, they had a great basketball team. It's a good basketball. And they had they wore sleeves. They had (laughs) t shirt jerseys instead of tank top jerseys. Oh weird. I I always remember that about (laughs) Winona Cotter. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. It's weird. Um Okay. Um, What else, Carl? Another Little scheduling note, a uh, couple teams trying to round out their schedules. One, Gentry Academy needs a game. Uh, if you are a team that also needs a game, feel free to reach out. Uh, give you the email, joe.jensen at gentryacademy.org uh, to see if we can help them round out their schedule as they make the leap to double A. We'll have, another, I'll have a tweet about that this week as well. So thanks, Carl, for sharing mm-hmm. that. And they're going to be good. Yep. So Very good. We'll, uh-huh. get to that. we'll get to that in 4 double A, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, probably. What else we got? Then finally, um, I know we have some team features coming up on Youth Hockey Hubs. Want to highlight some of the teams who get featured in that. Uh, the aforementioned Rock Ridge, their first year of existence. Uh, right. Fergus Falls, who will come up again later in this podcast. And Duluth East, who probably won't, but also <laughs> going through a major transition. <laughs> the first dig. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Oh, baby. Okay, Carl, keep it going. What's up next? Uh, the only other thing I had here was just getting excited for Tony's TikTok. I'm so excited to watch Tony on no, TikTok. No, give us so, the what, rankings. Give again? us the rankings. I'm give us the, the rankings. Again. I like TikTok better. <laughs> rankings. Yeah. Okay. We've been waiting 
all offseason for this, Carl. This has to be one of the hardest preseason rankings you've ever had to do. This was not fun. <laughs> um, when you consider, one, this, our lack of information because of last season. It was short. A lot of teams didn't play each other. I didn't see many of them. And you throw in the fact that it's really a jumble. I mean, there, this isn't one of those years where you say these are the top three teams. Then it was it was hard. Very hard. Okay. And who is our sponsor for this year's rankings, Carl? Our sponsor, a new sponsor for the rankings, is Tradition Companies. So thank you, Tradition Companies, for sponsoring the what we're going to be uh, be calling the TCR Tradition, Tradition Companies rankings. Love it. Let's hear the. Let's hear it. Number ten. All right. No, start. You want start at ten or start at. One. It doesn't matter. Either one is fine by me. What do you want to do, Carl? It's up to you, Carl. We'll, we'll start at the top. All right, let's do it. I can I can predict this one. After number one, I am clueless. Do you want me to predict it? I already know what it yeah. is. I got it. It's got to be Hill Murray. It's not. Wow. A shocker right out of the Right on the gate. Let's okay, well, thanks for listening. This is the end of the show. Why would that be the show? I, I just predicted wrong. Okay. My first time ever. All right, let's do it. Yeah, never happens. Uh, number one, Creighton Durham Hall. Oh, my goodness. They lose one player. Wow. Wow. Of note. They're not even going to go to state. And you got him at number one. High five, Tony. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you did. We'll save that for later. All right. All right. Okay. That off. Who's number two? Number two, Maple Grove. Wow. I, I kind of like that. And I still don't have my no hurry yet. Yeah. The reason Michael I like winning. that, the reason I like that, that team that wins the, the little summer shootout thing always does well. Sneaks and up. they did well yep. in that yeah. team. They dominated teams over at that time. Yeah. Didn't know and who they was lost playing. A lot, but... yeah, I didn't know the numbers yeah. or anything, but I, they <laughs> sure look good, you know. Also, it's worth, worth saying, you know, Tony, what did the now seniors, so Bantams two year, years ago doing Bantams? State title. All they do is win, what, win, What did win. the team that, what did the group that is now juniors, would they have done if the state tournament hadn't been canceled? State champions, they would have won. Yeah. No matter yeah. what, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the names may be new, but the talent is still there. Very much so. Very much so. I agree with that. Okay. Is this where Hill Murray now slides in for Tony? Number three, Moorhead. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they just lose only Max Dronin. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, still, I, I wrote it in. I've, I've erased Hill Murray three times now. Six <laughs> <laughs> erased for handy. All right. Let's see Moorhead. All right. I like that one. Okay. Yep. I still think they're a year away, but that's fine. Number four. Yep. Or and three. Number four, Edina. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to start swearing here in a second. <laughs> 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 number five. I do like that pick, though. I, I have them in my top five for sure. Number yep. five, St. Thomas Academy. Hill Murray. Number five, Andover. <laughs> what did I send? I sent a text to us yesterday saying, "Like, I Tony was like, oh, Danny, you're the decider on who's good and bad.' I'm like, no, Carl is. Yes. He picks four teams, and then sandbags one of them. Yeah, but yeah, but the other thing is though, the reason we were good and bad is because this is led by Danny going, Class A is not any good. Okay. I okay. mean, what a snob. Not like that St. Thomas was in Class when A. St. Thomas was there, it was okay. so good. 
Let's pull uh, the ripcord now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now it's going to get interesting because I still have Lake. I have Lakeville South and Hill Murray in the top five, and you haven't picked either one of them yet. No. Number six, Hill Murray. Okay. Why so whoa? Well, can we talk they about that? They are the defending state champions, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I like saying that, by the way. Um, can we uh, talk about the hanging a banner for that one? Ooh. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, here's a little scoop. You ready for this? <laughs> Watch this. We're banner hunters, right? We're banner mm-hmm. watchers. We yeah. We caught yep. the we, thing. Yeah. Apparently, this is apparently, <laughs> when the banners go up, the state participation, the state tournament participation 2020, or would it be 2021 One. for Hill yeah. Murray, will not be at Aldrich Arena. Keep a close eye on the 21 going up on their state tournament appearances. Well, banner. they have a big banner that says their state tournament appearances. 21 will not be on there when you arrive at Aldrich this year. Just keep a close eye out for that. We will, I will photograph that, and I will make, Yeah, I will, uh, I will muse from oh, that myself. I will be at all. Could you imagine if you made a state and you don't get your your number up on the board? They they won their conference, so they're going to get that. Section. Uh, yeah, when they won their section. They won too. their section outright, but they did not they aren't going to get their participation because they did not participate. Tuesday, November 30th, I will Oof. be in that rank. That's a good day. Yep. It's Tony's birthday. 11:30. Yeah. 11:30. <laughs> all right. That's now, game, Lakeville right? South yes. state runner-ups got to be next. No, number 7's been ill. Wow. 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 Where's Duluth East? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice little cackle there. All right. Why Benil? I, I think that they might have some of the highest upside of any team in the state. If you look at the front end talent they have you know, with Marshall, with Starslin, with you know, Stewart, like the, the yeah. raw talent is as good as anyone's. Very good defense. And so I feel forward. like they're kind of they're kind of a boomer bust one. But I'm leaning a buy, little high. Buy or sell team? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. That team will be interesting. Yeah, obviously, so they have a lot of talent, but they have not gotten it done no. in section play. No. In 10 years. 10 years. Has it been yep. 10 years? So yep. They yep. haven't been back yep. to the state tournament since they won it? Yep. Nope. Okay. All right. I believe you. I'm like, it yeah. yeah. sounds about right. Okay. Now Lakeville South. St. Thomas. Yes. Eight, uh, eight is Lakeville South. And why so low? Why so low? Um, well, it was a tumultuous offseason. I think we still have to see <laughs> how that um, settles. Um, they don't return a whole lot on D. It's almost all forwards. Goaltender's gone, too. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of great... Like, the, the, the top forward line, you know, if they keep Lunky with people like Willis and Doms or something like that, it's going to be loaded. But I just want to see how, how well-rounded they'll be. I think, you know, like the Joe Gensel returns. He played AAA last year. Um, Johnny Novak is a kid that's okay, really the, good. I think, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong here. Don't cannibalize really wrong. what we're going to talk about in two I will, seconds. I know, but I'm just saying you're wrong. I know. Okay. They're going to be really good. Nine. Right, nine. Number nine, St. Thomas. Okay. Yay. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Co-head coach. Co-head coach. <laughs> Oh, don't cannibalize. Don't cannibalize. <laughs> well, it's Cannibals. All right. Keep going. Number 10, Gentry. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that one a lot. I think they're mm-hmm. gonna be, I think that's low. As no well. Eden Prairie. No. Nope. No Wyzetta. Nope. No nope. Minnetonka. One like, Lake team. 
one like team. That's that's it's just a weird rankings this year. And no mm-hmm. casino either. No. We'll get to, we'll get to that later. No. Casino left you broke. We'll get to that later. Okay. That's um, called a tease. A little tease there. <laughs> well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go kind of section by section right now and kind of highlight the best teams from each section. Um, one thing that we are going to do, there was some section updates. So realignment. Realignments. So you're going to have to pay attention to this show. I mean, you can't just listen to because the barbs and the laughs. There's going to be some... Serious section alignment discussion. Jefferson's no longer in two or three. They're in two. So just you have to keep some some things in mind because they are different this year. And it really matters early in the year. The St. Thomas Creighton game has a lot of pool. They play twice. But the one at the opener is a really big game, oh, actually. Yeah. And, and so we're, it was just more for the S&Gs before. Now it actually means something. So, um, yes, uh, that's why I'm going to kind of highlight high-level overview of some stuff. I agree. All right, are we ready? I am ready on my side. So, Section 1 pretty much didn't change. They did get one edition, a multi-level edition of Dodge County, which <laughs> is why Brody Lamb is probably not back. Correct. For a number and, of reasons. And, well, and in Northfield yeah. left... Northfield left. Northfield left, and they were one double A. There was a two that left, and now is one A. Northfield is also one A. Right. Again. Right. Siri wants to talk right now too. So um, let's go. Be quiet, Siri. Let's go to the one double A. Let's start with Lakeville South. Carl, like you said, they got Ashton Doms, Willis, Tanner Lucky, who's going to UNO. They're returning a lot. They lose a lot. Kate Ehrenholtz, Jack Novak, Jack Molinsky, Ethan Dahlmeyer, their goaltender, is gone. Yep. Um, He's playing the NA. And so they they do lose a lot, but why are you liking them at number eight compared to Tony's top five? Yeah, as, as I mentioned, I think just sort of seeing how the chips fall after this offseason, which was eventful, and seeing what they can come up with on D. So, um, looking at their schedule, they do have Edina, they have Maple Grove, they have Rogers, which is a team to watch this year, I think, on all of our radars. Yes. Um, that's a team, and we'll talk more about them later. They have Eden Prairie. Um, I kind of gave their schedule around a B, and that's, uh, you know, back when they were playing the casino. They are playing the casino team twice, but the casino. I think, I think Lakeville North and Casino are about the same now. I I would agree with that. Maybe Rosemount. Yeah. 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 So their conference schedule, again, continues to kind of be sucky. Watered down. Yeah. Um, Whereas a couple years ago, it was really strong. I don't see that this year out of that conference. Yeah. You see four top 15 teams in that section. Yeah. Egan kind of bottomed out. Valley's down. Burnsville's sliding down. Farmington not going to state anymore. No. (laughs) I feel like we're having another one of those economical demographic discussions that Carl leads. That'll be coming soon. Yes. Suburbs. Built out suburbs here. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I think we're all high in one double a on Lakeville South. The only other competition would be probably Lakeville North. 
And, and I, North returns a lot. I mean, yeah. they'll, they'll be better. Jack, Kyle Dahl, yeah. Zach Annabeck, um, all yep. come back. Um, one thing of note, new coach at Lakeville South, we didn't say that, uh, in um, Josh Strom. Storm. Storm. You wanna say, I want to say Strom, too. I do, yeah. It's, it's Storm. Storm. And, and Lakeville North, is all, they have a really good schedule this year. They play Gentry. They play Moorhead. No, Gentry doesn't play many people, so – you know, this is a good litmus test for Gentry. Moorhead, Matamidi, they're in hockey for life. They play South, obviously, twice. They have a good schedule this year. Do you remember yep. our fall podcast that never happened? Jake Taylor interview never happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. lost it in the, yeah. in the, in the chapter. And lost the Lakeville North head coach. Yeah, I had him on, and well, so then I felt bad, right? I did a po- I literally, trust me, I did a podcast, but it got corrupted on a disc. Um, so I called him a couple of days later and said, Hey, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Why don't you come on in and we'll do a, a, a full pod with, like I did with Josh. So he came in and, you know, he was, he goes, this year we're going to be way better than people think. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't sell me on that because in the same sentence, he says, yeah. And then for like two years, it's going to be lean, lean until our PB Bantam group. that's pretty strong. We'll, we'll make their way up and then we'll be strong again. So he was honest, and I think he's he's bullish. He says our team's gonna be better than you think. Yep. So I think they'll be pretty yeah. good too. And there there are a lot of seniors. One other team I want to give a little love to in one double A is Rochester Mayo. They return everyone, absolutely everyone, <laughs> and 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 even now they're a little young. So like yeah, they they could be the number three seed. They I think they will be. Yeah, and Hastings doesn't just return to, that much to watch. No. It's a. Imagine if they had Maddox Fleming. This is seriously, seriously. Come on, move on. Okay. I mean, so not not even worth discussing. I mean. Okay. Okay. Fine, Tony. Stop shaking. I tried. I tried, Mayo. I tried. Bitter beer face over here. Yeah, you just have to say it to say it, but it's it's down. Rochester Rocky is down. I down down there. I'm 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 in that community, and it's it's not strong. It's just not. Um, okay, so one thing I do want to do after each section is to predict a section winner. Yeah, this is easy. Lakeville South. I think we're going to gooch them, but I don't think it's called a gooch when it's nope, Lakeville South. They're a top South. five team in the state. So we've been... Top ten, I just learned. Top five. According top five. to the tr- tradition <laughs> rankings. Yeah. Yeah, the That's one that has Cretan number one. The, te- the love TCR is said. Love is earned in my way. They have not earned number one. They the have TCR, never, done nothing The TCR don't lie. One. The TCR yes, don't lie. They, it's lying hard right now. <laughs> CDA should be seven or eight. Make them earn that number one. Make them. Come on, Carl. <laughs> okay. Sorry. In a section that is, I'm going to say down. Compared to year over year, two down two. and wide Dose open. Dose is down. Dose, Dose is down. It, I mean, let's start with the returning section champions and state champions, Eden Prairie. They lose their team pretty much. They lose their heart. Yeah. Um. So anybody who was a D one commit is now gone. Um. Jackson Blake is not coming back. Sadly for Eagles for fans. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. Um, Until January, at least. <laughs> oh God, no. If that happens. No. No. <laughs> um, no. 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 Um. If they do return Jake Luloff, that is a name that's sure. some people may remember. Um. But they do add um players like Teddy Townsend. Um, You're gonna like him. There for his first game uh, will be in the. Champions Cup. 
and, and December 3rd. And that will be a lot of fun. They also play in hockey for life as well. Yep. Um, Carl, what's your stance on Eden Prairie right now? They're like uh, borderline top 15 right now. Um, Oof. No. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to prove here. I mean, when you lose everyone, you can't just ride reputation alone. Okay. Um, they do have a really, really strong schedule. They play Taka oh. twice. They play uh, Wyzetta twice, Edina twice, Benil, St. Thomas, Creighton, Matamidi, Hermantown, Lakefield South, Grand Rapids. They're in hockey for life. They have the probably the best schedule in the state. Yeah, they'll be 500 if they're lucky. Yeah. But either way, they're still – I think they're still one of the top teams in this section. I think they're next to Chaska. They're super young. We'll see. We'll see by January. We'll know after Hockey for Life if they're going to make a move or not. You good over there, Carl? You <laughs> comes the Econoline. <laughs> All right. Um, Cup of water. <laughs> um, okay, let's look at Chaska then. Um, they return uh, gopher commit Sam Rinzel. 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 Um, Jack Severson. Carter Wishart and Nett, who's a very good goaltender. They don't really lose a lot either. They lose a no. head coach, but they gain an NHLer as a head coach. Yeah. Who's uh, fired up, by the way? Matt Cook. Um, <laughs> their schedule is weak at best. They do play in hockey for life. They play St. Thomas, Benil twice because of their conference. They're EP. in the opener, too. They're in the opener yeah, as both well. Nights. But the rest of their schedule leaves a lot more to be desired. So yeah. um, it, that's where Eden Prairie will be maybe 500. Chaska might be a seven-loss team type of thing, but they, they might be close to one another. I think you're leaving out two huge, Go for three it. huge pieces to their puzzle. That's why I'm, you're here. Uh, two of them were Bantam. I think all three could have been Bantam Player of the Year finalists. Uh, Adam Kleber is an unbelievable defense. He's a Division One commit. Come when next Come August on. for sure. Same when he's allowed. Sh- all three of these kids will be D1 commits the first week if they want to be. Tanner Brunder uh, is this big, big kid who skates really well. He's kind of like the missing link out there. He's got no fear. Big <laughs> with no fear and can score. There's not many like him. And Sam Sheets has got electric speed. I mean, so fast. Uh, he had 120 points last year as a Bantam. Adam Kleber's very gifted. You're gonna love these three uh, right out of the gate. They're gonna be, they're gonna make an immediate impact at the high school level. Carl, what's your stance on Chaska right now? Are they in your top twenty-five ish? Yeah, they're in the top fifteen. Yeah. Okay, if, if I, I not, just want to make sure. You know, yeah, they will be very good. Um, yeah. The one thing about they, Matt Cook, they may even be the highest ranked team in their section. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt. Discussing, I've met with Matt a few different times. He's talking about his team. He's super detail-oriented about, you know, specific elements of everyone's games, their their training, and how they work. I think Matt is going to get a lot more out of these kids than they're used to getting uh, in Chaska. And, and something, too, worth of note, Chaska's youth organization is only getting better. Oh, too. yeah. Just Chaska and Chanassen are in the thick of things every year. Um, let's move over to Minnetonka. Minnetonka loses um, Beckett Hendrickson to the developmental program. Um, graduation, Hunter Newhouse, who had been there for about 10 years, it seems yep. like. Um, Reed Hannes re- remains. Yep. Um, good player that they have coming back. 
They have a strong schedule. They play Rozo. Rozo has a good schedule this year. We'll get yes. to that in a little bit. Uh, but they'll play Moorhead as well. Go up to GR, um, Hill Murray, and Rogers as well. Uh, Tonka, That's a lot of blue and white in that game. Holy <laughs> smokes. <laughs> Tonka, Tonka is an interesting team this year. Yeah, and I think yeah. Goldie's a good coach too, so he'll coach these guys up. I mean, remember now they're a they're one goal away from the state tournament last year. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and they're close. Come on, I mean, EP got a little bit lucky getting out of sections. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, so yeah. I think they'll be good. I really do. Yeah, I agree. I think they're ten to fifteen. Um, I feel like the minute talking sort of in this holding pattern is like, yeah, they're really deep, they're really good, but what's going to be the thing that pushes them back into, you know, state tournament real contention? You know, that's what kind of they've been lacking the past couple seasons, that really high on spark. Well, they, they, for some reason, Minnetonka, uh, boys and girls, it does a really nice job of attracting people to move in. And that's a big part of it. It's a great school. Yeah. And it's always been known mm-hmm. as that. And they'll always be in the section final. Seems like they're always in the section final. So you go there and you're an elite player, you know at some point in your two, three-year career you're going to be playing a section final or even a state tournament. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see, Holy Family. Young. Young. Very young, new coach. New coach. Eric Westrom's going to coach. Eric, and we've talked about this a little bit, Eric works at Gentry Academy. I mean, not Gentry Academy, but Breakaway Academy, and that's right in the middle of the Cabbage Patch. I think they're going to do a nice job of recruiting kids uh, into their school and give them a few years, they'll be a power in this section. Um, so Bloomington Jefferson's now in two. I don't. They're still building. Yes, I. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, did I miss anybody in this section? Shakopee. Shakopee. Okay. Shakopee is returning their top few players from a team that you know pulled a couple. Interesting results last season are worth watching. Yeah, they got a great coach. Um, they have a great youth program. Their Bantam team is number one. Going into the Blue Ox was the number one team in the state in our now rankings. That changed substantially after the weekend, but they just took they had a couple tough losses. They're, they're a good team. I think a couple of those kids, uh, those one eighth grader and one ninth grader, might be playing varsity this year. Oh, that'd be ah. kind of cool. So uh, keep an eye out for those guys, and those two are in their grade are of the best, if not the best kids in their grade. Okay. Um, anybody uh, else? Section three. Let's go to section three. Let's do it. What's there? Your number one team in the state. Are we going to talk I about think, yeah, I three. think we missed the team though. What? Two. Who? Who do we miss? Um, it's a team that plays, you know, next to a casino. Oh, Forgot about those guys. Yeah. Some big news there, right? Yeah, so Prior Lake um, is a lot different. This was the front runner. This was an easily top ten team. Top four. Yeah, we'll let Carl yeah. determine that. <laughs> Where would Prior Lake been had they had these two kids returning? They were in about the seven or eight range. I was wow. a little bearish. Wow. You you probably, you, probably, you, have, you made them earn love, but Creighton didn't have to. Okay, move past Creighton go. for two <laughs> seconds. Move past. Okay, so Prior Lake does not return Will Schumacher and Alex Bump. Yep. 
Sam Rice is coming back. He signed up for Winter Athletics, uh, confirmed today with officials at, at, at Prior Lake High School that uh, Schumacher and Bump are not registered, and they have to be by December 6th in order to be there. So there's still a chance that they could return from juniors, and I think that's a top-five team in the state. I think they win that section. I think they win oh, their right. conference. They win this section, you know. Yeah. No matter what we say about Casino the last five years, that's – they're a prohibitive favorite to win that section. They they returned a really good schedule. You know, obviously playing the Lakefields both twice. They would have played Tonka. They were in Hockey for Life. They play Edina, EP, St. Thomas. They play in Hockey Day against East Grand Forks, who's going to be a good squad. Right. And what a great schedule. What a great – I mean, it, they were on TV, whether, you know, they made the tournament or not type of thing. Yeah. yeah that's kind of the dream season for a senior in high school that these kids, you know, if they elect not to come back, would be missing out on. Where they're looking – they're be playing Edina in all greens in their barn. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. It, I hope I hope they decide to come back. I think it'd be great for high school hockey. I think it'd be great for those kids. It'd be great for their the long term, you know, viability of, them, of of their community and themselves. You know, first time ever making the state tournament, you can put that on your resume the rest of your life. Yeah. So I I hope they make it back. It would be great to see Schumacher and and bump back in Prior Lake uniforms. This there year. there's something cool to, uh, with a banner in a rink. Just there's something cool about it. Absolutely. Um, okay, moving to Section 3, double A. Some additions here. Notably, Carl's number one team, Creighton Durham Hall, is now in um, 3, double A. And that kind of is it. The Woodberries are out of 3. I think one was in it and one wasn't or something weird like that. But now it's a Creighton-St. Thomas section like it's always wanted to be. Should have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's going to be great. And we, we, I think we beat yeah. that up pretty good in our fall podcast already, didn't we? About, yeah. They play three times. You know, they could play up to three times. They just sections. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's going to make for a good rivalry again. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm really They played ex- in football this year, too, actually. Yeah. St. Thomas thumped them, didn't they? Yeah. And then St. Thomas lost on Saturday in Mankato West. So uh, they're out? They're out. Yes. No offense. What a shame. How is that no offense when you're like, yes, look at me, clap, and then go? <laughs> because the last time they played Taki for Life, or, oh, or, or, oh, or whatever, okay. they were in the state, they were in the prep ball. Yeah, I know. So, like, the student section wasn't there for the Cretan <laughs> game. Now, we have both student sections will be at the building. <laughs> he just looked at me like, no, no, yes. Now, Tony, you get yes. two yeah. um, I get a full building. I love full building. It's going to be awesome. Okay, which which team do you want to talk about first, Carl? Your um... talk about Creighton. Okay, um, so Creighton returns everybody except their captain, Chuck Altier. They return their goaltender, Marco Bellick. They return the Sandrals, the Fishers. Jake Fisher's going to Northern Michigan. Colton Jameson is going to St. Thomas University, not Academy. Um, <laughs> and pretty much everybody else is coming back. This. It's loaded, right, Carl? Yeah. Are we talking about a return trip to the state tournament? Oh, that's right. They didn't go to state last Let year. Carl talk. Sorry. Well, they'll for sure at least return to the section semifinal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> no, but they're deep. They have good talent everywhere. Um, 
it's, it's time for a breakthrough in this program. It's, it's now or never, and they need to do it. Now or never? I think it's they're... It's time for a breakthrough. What is this? Are you like a, giving you pep talks now? <laughs> Prove to me that you're a top team by beating top teams when it matters. That's why I'm so upset about you making them number one. They need to earn it. I bet you Coach Funk agrees. Deep down, he's like, Carl, take us down from number one. We don't want to be number one. Well, of, course, of course he doesn't want to be number one. But No. We'll see him <laughs> next him week. Seven. Make him seven. You know? Make them earn their way up the, the, the lineup, I think. I, talent I, is talent. I agree with Carl. This team, I really like Marco Bellic. I think he's one of the top goaltenders in the state. He, the more shots he takes, the better he gets. Opener, I'll give you guys any odds you want. I'll, I'll take St. Thomas. I can't believe I'm saying this on this show. St. Thomas will beat Creighton the first time. Uh, are you a St. Thomas fan? No, I'm just a. Uh, I'm a journalist. Tony is now a St. Thomas fan. I got no, some hats I'm not for a you. Fan. I'm not a fan. Fans wear the uniform or the hat. I don't wear. I got a that. jersey I just, too. I think that St. Thomas has Creighton's number. It's kind of like the Badgers and the Gophers in football. It's just they got their number. I think I just think they got their number. Okay, so then let's talk about St. Thomas, too. But before I move past Creighton, they do have a better schedule than last year. Remember how last year's oh, schedule was awful? Gross, so gross. they play St. Thomas twice. They play Matamidi. They play Hermantown, Benilde, Edina again. Andover, and Eden Prairie. This it, That's a pretty good schedule. No one's going to argue that Matt Funk is not connected in the hockey community to get a good schedule. Who's Matt Funk? No, no I'm kidding. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No one's going to argue that. No. I mean, no. And he's a great coach. I just think he's, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to say that this is a much better Cretan schedule yeah. than last year. So they will be tested going into sections. Yep, okay? I, agree. I agree. Okay, now let's go to St. Thomas. They lose... A high draft pick, third rounder yep. in Jackson, Jackson Hallam. Hallam. They lose Jared Wright, who went to was going to Colgate. Then yep. um, they lose a couple other players like Tanner Brower and other you know just ancillary yep. things. They do return Max Nagel, Tommy Cronin, mm-hmm. um, two of the best players in the Elite League, by the way. Yeah, which yeah. is impressive. Tyler Graham is coming back. They yep. do add a addition from Shattuck. Yep, Will Skahan. Um, so, and they do add more on the bench. They add coaches. They add Mike Randolph. Which I, everyone's like, oh, that's too many cooks in the kitchen. I'm like, no, 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 no. no this guy's so smart. I think they're going to really be, it's going to be a positive impact on their coaching staff and the kids. So, Carl, what's your take on St. Thomas right now, especially with the uh, band? Yeah, well, I think it's a fascinating dynamic, but I think that, fortunately, these kids are probably somewhat used to a Rand-style coaching because, I mean, they've been playing the 2-3 four-check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like going from Vanelli to Rand. Like, that's a yeah. complete opposite. It's not an overnight change, yeah. yeah. So they, didn't play it much, they didn't play it much last year, but the no. end of that year, two years ago, they sure did. Uh, they, yep. they did a number on Burnsville in that section final. That was Burnsville. fun to watch. Oh, my God, it was like... Burns oh. just looked lost out there. Just like, boring. What is going on? You know, yep. the center is standing on the blue line. He's not supposed to Wait. be there. They could yeah. not get the puck <laughs> out of the zone. It was hilarious. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was bad. It's it's entertaining and painful, but entertaining. Yes. Um, yeah, and honestly, I was tempted to slide St. Thomas higher. There were a team that, like, you know, there were just, you know, again, too many teams that are in the two through nine range that are all pretty good. 
But uh, there's a lot to like here. It's a good team. I would not be shocked to see them at state, despite my Creighton hype. I I could see Nagel getting a commit uh, yep. type of thing, especially after the elite league that he had. Um, St. Thomas, again, has a good schedule. EP, Hill Murray twice, Edina, Monomedi twice. Fun teams that they play. They play Grand Rapids up at IRA, which is probably a road trip for me. And a definite road trip for me, they play Hermantown at Hermantown. That's a crazy one. Like, I never thought I would see that. In a million years. Never thought I would see that happen. I wonder if Bruce would go to the game. Yeah. Wonder if Tom's gonna go to the game. It's more that's right. less likely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Less likely. Um they play Moorhead, Blake, Maple Grove is a non conference game. They drop Minnetonka this year. Um they're in this hockey. Is strange. Which is strange. The, the Minnetonka St. Thomas games have been epic and always so, good. And it's like um St. Thomas and Eden Prairie are usually really remember, good games. Remember the goalie punching the kid? Yeah, Seamus Donahue oh, punching. Yes, that was, was that like, was, did he just yeah. punch him? Yeah, yeah. And come between periods, like, did Seamus punch him in the head? Because yes, directly in the head. Yeah, you asked his dad. His that. dad. Yeah, because yeah. I was on the other end shooting pictures, and I, I was down. right in front yeah. of it, and I saw his dad, Morgan, and I'm like, what just happened? No, it was Muzzy. Muzzy, Muzzy, Seamus' brother. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad's sorry. name is Morgan. Yeah, and that's why Muzzy is Morgan, yep. but he goes yep. by Muzzy. Yep. Um, yes, and so, no, um, they're in hockey for life. They're in the opener, um, and they played Creighton twice, and so we'll get to know this section pretty well. Not a lot else in this section. Rosemont's going to be down this year. They lose Lewandowski. I don't see much here. Bottom drops off. Um, did we nope. pick who's coming out of two? We didn't pick who's coming out of two. Does anybody oh, no. pick? Chaska. Chaska. Everyone going to go Chaska? I'll go Eden Prairie. Uh, I'll go Eden, Eden Prairie. Mm, mm, I like it. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, Eden Prairie always finds a way to get the state. I don't know how, but, I, but they do. I, I just, for some reason, Chaska's got way more talent. I mean, high, high-end talent than anybody else. I, and they got the goalie, too. Chaska's got to come together. Chaska has struggled. That's the team we're really going to keep an eye on. Yeah, Chaska's – there's a couple teams that I'm watching. They're one of them. Rogers has already mentioned. Yep. But Chaska's one of these teams that if they start to gel – Yeah, it's one of those 11 to 15s that could become in the top 10 really quick. Real quick. They're like how Grand Rapids has slid in before. Once they start winning, Chaska right. could do the same. Agreed. Um. Um, okay, who's coming out of three? I already said it. St. Thomas. It's easy. It's easy. I can't believe I'm doing this. Well, I love I, Creighton. I, got, I love yeah. all those kids. I think it's a great team. It's just kind of, you know, like I said, it's like the Gophers and the Badgers. I just feel like they got their number. I. Yeah. It's mental, not physical. I'll go St. Thomas as well because I think – I agree with what you're saying. I, I'm really curious. This section final is going to be epic. Where's it going to be played? The state fairgrounds. No, it'll be at Braemar. Oh. How crazy oh. is that? Oh. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Oh. I won't miss that one. Well, is no. Danny okay? No, Danny okay? I'll be there, like, right after work. <laughs> like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not missing one. that one. Um, okay, let's move to... I, why don't they play it at, at Veterans? Heights? Yeah. Such I, a great I, barn. Such, such a, a good barn. Do I get barn. a pick? Oh, no, Carl. 
No, you okay. don't. Section four. Section four. Okay, who, who, who do you want? Who do you want, Carl? You better pick Creighton. Yeah. You Creighton. I don't. I don't bet against Mike Randolph in one game playoff. Oh! Wow. Oh! <laughs> wow! Do you bet so against now we Trent have the Eigner? paper tiger. The paper tiger number one. Yeah. <laughs> See the team said he, he sandbagged. sandbagged him. He sandbagged mm-hmm. him right up there, even though he didn't be- really believe in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic Carl. Carl. Classic. Classic. <sighs> okay. All right. I've been exposed. Yes. Let's talk about Hill Murray uh, first in four double A. Hill returns some fun players. Dylan Gobbot's going to be really good this year. He's going to be a player Mr. to watch. Hockey finalist for sure. For sure, Mr. Hockey finalist. Nick Erickson in mm-hmm. net. Okay, Tony, what are you doing? Can you mute <laughs> the mic over there? Okay. What's he uh, doing? He's stuffing Kleenexes up his nose. Okay. Trying um, to clog sorry. something. Sorry, clogging here. Okay. <laughs> so, Dylan Gobbo, Nick Erickson, Leo Gruba had a really good elite league. Yes. Um, Axel Bagley for his seventh year on the blue, blue line. line. Unbelievable. They'll bring in a freshman kid named Logan Hensler. You cannot miss him. I mean, he's <laughs> it's crazy that you're saying like Creedon's, or not Creedon, Hill's bringing him freshman. Oh, man, he'll be on they the do nine. that, though. Yeah. This is yeah. been your only year. It's kind of like your Jimmy Snugger year. This is your only year yeah. you're going to get to see him. He's the oh. best freshman in the country. Really? Unbelievable. Best, be- easily. He's a late 06 birth year. He can skate. I was meeting with uh, with Lechner for lunch. He said, well, how good is this Hensler kid? I'm like, well, you're only going to have him for one year, so you better get as much use out of him as you can because I think he'll be gone after this year. Development team. The development team. He's that good. He's a dynamic skater. Uh, you, you just immediately you'll just go, your jaw drops with, with how he rushes the puck and shoots the puck and stick handles the puck and moves the puck. He's just a, a, great, a fantastic athlete. I I think the sky's the limit for this team. They have a chip on their shoulder coming after last year. I, I'm telling you, they should be number one. I mean, they are they are so angry over there. They are just cannot wait to get started. Okay, Stanley Steamer over there. What? Why are they? I, the other reason is, I mean, what you're what you're neglecting here is again this whole COVID thing. All the kids, all their eighth and ninth grade kids, that are now ninth and tenth graders, they're unbelievable. They're gonna push. These older group, mm-hmm. like there's the competition in fighting at Holy uh, at uh, Hill Murray is unbelievable. Here's another national development type kid, uh, Ben Miller, who you've probably never even seen play, right? <laughs> yeah, he's one of the best nope. 06s in the country. He'll be a D1 commit on August 1st next year. I can already tell you where he's going, right? So, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. They're so talented. This is one of the most talented Hill Murray teams ever, and Carl's got him at six. They're one or two. Let me tell you now. At the end of the year, they'll be they'll be playing Friday night in the state tournament. TCR. Friday night state tournament lock Hill Murray. TCR number six. Why are they number six, Carl? Well, if you look at this team, uh, everything ran through two defensemen last year. They're gone. Um, two of their top three forwards from last year are gone. Um, you know, there's been some attrition and. And obviously, there's a lot coming up. It was tough to drop them as far as I did, but I just need to see a little something this season. I'll tell you right now, Logan Hensler is better than all of them, including Joe Palatichuk. He's that good. He will change the dynamic of that team. 
He will change the dynamic of that. Team. Are you cleaning your toilet? No, <laughs> at all. I'm making no, this need- bold statement, and I hear a toilet flush in the background. I'm eating that's food. What, that's what Carl we're, we're on hour three, and we're only in section four. I know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a winner. <laughs> well, we have a really good interview coming up with Jabby, so just you know, hang tight. Um, okay, Gentry Academy, <laughs> Gentry Academy, number oh something worth noting as well. Hills lineup: Matamidi twice, Edina twice, St. Thomas twice, Moorhead. Rapids, Wyzetta, Benilde, Blake, White Bear, Stillwater, Maple Grove. Like, they have a pretty good schedule. It, yes. Yeah. Team that does not have a schedule. Gentry. They do return Barrett Hall, Connor Brown, Zach Ryan. They're a good team. They're going to be a really good team. Mm-hmm. Why well, Connor are Brown. Connor Brown's gone, isn't he? Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. He is gone. Um, yes. Why are they number 10, Carl? Well, uh, like you said, returning a decent core from a very good team last year. You know, a couple names gone, so they're not, not quite as high as they could have been. Not quite as high as Tony wanted us to put them at our you know end of the season show last year, if you'll remember. I said number one. <laughs> yeah, that was I that was maybe that. a little excessive, Tony. That. Yeah. Well, you never know. Never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. But I mean, the talents there. You know that they're going to be working as a unit and training together, and really, really good. My biggest concern is that schedule. The schedule is weak. The schedule is very weak. They play the FAM twice. They play East Grand Forks, Lakeville North. They play Blake twice. We know about 17, 18 teams on their schedule. They're looking for more games. It's just not all there at Gentry yet. And so it's going to – that section final on Friday is going to be a lot of fun because it's going to be an unknown versus a powerhouse. Right. And And the unknown might be still you know. Yeah, it could the be. Water's got some decent players coming back. They yeah. they return a lot of players, especially Ty to Tocito. Tocito. It, it could go a lot of different ways with Italian last names. So Tocito, yes. um, he's a good player. I would expect him to be a D one commit. Yep. Um, their schedule is not as strong as Hills. Um, they play Monomedi. They play Benil. They play Hill, they play St. Thomas, they play the Fam, but that's kind of it. Stillwater? Don't Stillwater. they get Creighton in conference, too? They get Creighton twice in conference. Yeah, they they get White Bear twice in conference. but They also get Irondale. And they get Force Lake twice yeah. in conference, you know, East Ridge. You know, like, it's just not all there. Their conference only hurts them in this circumstance. I, I do think they have a lot, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Carl <laughs> Carl's noise in the background it's amazing at this point <laughs> so good. the vacuum yet here here comes the vacuum <laughs> so um I do I do think you know that's a team to definitely keep an eye out I think they'll they'll be kind of around 15 ish you know the whole year. Here comes the dishwasher. <laughs> Holy smokes. Look at the garbage. <laughs> garbage disposal is coming soon. The toilet flush. If only I had a garbage disposal. Oh. Starting the shower. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Podcast from the shower. That's right. All right. What's that? Are we on five yet? Uh, we got a winner? Well, um, let's. White Bear is there. White Bear is there. <laughs> 
Do they have anything coming in, Tony, that's worth mm-hmm. noting? Nope. So I I really think this is this is a two and a half horse section. Yep. Um, two and a half pony. But I I'm going hill. Yep. Easy one. Yeah. Hill. This section Sweet gets up. interesting. Next one gets interesting. Next one gets really interesting, actually. So let's start with the... Um, more interesting than it was last year. Yes. Way more interesting than it was last year. Um, the team that lost, um, Kyle Kukunen, Henry Nelson, Ethan Elias, Chris Kernan, Kale Thomas, Jack Winicky, and his number two in the state, Carl? Uh, you left off Sam Jacobs. Don't, don't forget Sam Jacobs. Who committed the Air <laughs> yeah. Force Academy. Yeah, my bad. Details. Details. Yeah, Ethan Elias just committed, you know. I yeah. mean, like, it's insane how good that team was. And they're returning the second-best team in the state, Carl? I think yep. they are. Okay. They do have um, Jaglo, uh, yep. Giuliani, Finn Brink, um, Landon Gunderson. Landon Gunderson. Led the league, league in scoring. Yep. And he practiced with the Madison Capitals all fall long. Oh, weird. So he would go practice with the Capitals all week, go to school online down in Madison, <laughs> and come back and play in the Elite League on the weekends. He's ready. Landon yeah. Gunnarsson is ready yeah. to explode this year. Yeah, he's going to be primed. And, and then you it. factor in Danny Nelson, who is a Bantam Player of the Year finalist right behind Teddy Townsend, who's playing in Europe right now, or just finished playing in Europe with the National Development Program. Danny, This might be Danny's last year. He could be in the USHL next year, or he could be in the National Development Program like next year, kind of like Kiefer Bellows did. Sure, sure. So you, you, some of these kids, watch them now because they will could be gone after this year. Um, for me, this team has a lot to prove schedule-wise. I think they need to win big. Um, they, The Northwest Suburban, the play all these, you know, the Northwest Suburban teams twice, um, but you know, they have Edina, Benilde, St. Thomas, Lakeville South, Hermantown, Hill, Grand Rapids. Those are the games that I'm really watching out of this team. Yep. Kind of like last year with Lakeville South. Yeah, because that is, we needed to see them play Lakeville South to know how good they were. What a great game that was. Yeah, one of us got to go. It was a great game. Yeah. Wow. Um, Carl, why, why do you like them so much at two? And I can hear you now, or not. You can hear him. Hear me in what way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quiet. So. Why do you like Why do you like him so much? This, I I think we talked about this in the rankings. This the extreme depth of this program. You know, like winning the Madam State Championship or the default champion two years ago. Um, the amount of talent flowing through is just absurd, and I won't pick against them in five AA until until someone beats them. Yeah, they are very very good. Um, who do we want to move to next in 5AA? Who do you want to talk to? I only can think of one team that's worth mentioning. It's Rogers. Okay. okay. Why? Well, they bring in Hogan Syndrome from Champlin Park. Um, they have Ronaldo. They have uh, uh, Cheslock. Um, this is a really good team. Um, they'll give they'll give uh, excuse me Maple Grove all they can handle um, in conference and in sections. They do have a good schedule this year. They got Lakeville South, Tonka, the slew that we just mentioned in the Northwest, Wyzetta, Benilde, War Road, Roseau, Holy Family, Moorhead, Duluth East, that good team. That sounds good anyway. It, it sounds good, at least. <laughs> um, it won't be good, but it will sound good. 
Um, so I, I think that's a, that's a team that we're for sure watching this year. I think these kids also know, you know, they're not behind Moorhead, you know, the, the section change for them. Um, we didn't talk about four, you know, Gentry obviously getting added to four, but Champlin is the big addition to five. Or not Champlin, Why not Rogers? I'm <laughs> reading my sheet. It's the big addition to five, yep. and so um, let's see. Is Totino? You no. you don't think they'll be okay? They brought uh, in a couple other players. I don't think they'll be. They'll they they lost everyone. Yeah, yeah. they really well, they did. They lost Bernovic, and they lost, uh, which is huge. Um, Centennial, Centennial's all right. Yeah. AJ Carls is back for yep. them, and so they'll be all right. Champlin is okay. But their top player is not playing for them. Yeah, um, Centennial's got a kid named Harper Searles who was, I think, a freshman last year. He'll be one of the top yep. sophomores in the in the state, if not the country. Okay, okay. He's another player. Want if you see Centennial, you'll, you'll notice him right away. Okay, okay. Um, anything else about five that's worth noting? Nope. Maple Grove, I think, all the way around. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I like, yeah. I like the. You know, prove it before you you hand it out. You know, Carl does too, except in three double A. <laughs> <laughs> except I didn't. But <laughs> I know. I except know. he didn't. Um, yeah, but he didn't. So yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think Maple Grove is the team to watch out for there. This is the section that I think is probably the juiciest this year. It always is. It you always know, no is. Surprise. No surprise. Six double A. Um, let's start with the the busy bees, uh, Eddie Dinah. So, Dinah has confirmed Trey Fetchkow is back. Jimmy Clark just tonight confirmed it. <laughs> Jimmy Clark Thank is. Thank you, back. Jimmy Clark, for the uh, news flash. By the way, yes, we needed that. Um, but they also um, return AJ Dahl, Wyatt Worst. Um, they loot Trey Fetchko. Yeah, I said that. Okay, yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, because Jimmy yep. confirmed. Yep. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> they lose Nick Williams, which was a huge factor on their team last year. Um, but they return so much. They return Klukowski and Net too, yep. who's a very serviceable goaltender for Edina, who they haven't had One for of a better while. ones. Yeah, for a long time. He's got to be one of the best goaltenders to go through Giles's system, I would say. Yeah, here's an interesting thing. This is one of those little-known things. Not a lot of people pick up on this detail, but... They wear green. They got a... Uh, they have a transfer a kid named Caden Morgan who grew up in the Edina system. Uh, he went to Breck for his freshman and sophomore year. He's okay. a late 04 birth year. He's a big kid, strong, real smart, made the Elite League. He okay. was Breck's best player last year as a sophomore. He'll be on their blue line with, with Wyatt Worst. Okay. They have two of the best sophomore defensemen. Both kids are national camp-type kids. Eddie Revenig, who was on the Bantam team last year, and Barrett Dexheimer, that's Ben's, that's Ben's, Ben's brother. little brother. Yeah, so um, you put those two in there. You're going to see – they're going to look – remember the last two years I've lamented about Edina not being – not having the jet jungle speed of Nevers and Walker. Yeah, but they guys. have a Nevers this year, Jackson. I know, no, but you, yeah. you're not talking about like, – yeah. we just got so Wrong used to we, you know, yeah. them being in a fifth play. Yeah. Yeah. Edina plays in a fifth gear, right? Yes. The last couple of years, we have not seen no, that fifth they, gear, right? Yeah. 
this is going to be a fifth gear type yeah. of dynasty. I'm not saying they win a state championship, but, but they're they going to have some skating this year. And they can score. Yeah. It, it, and I think so, the last two years, scoring, like the Hill Murray Edina game oh, at Aldrich oh, that I went to, I, and it, Zach can attest to that. That was the most boring thing. Well, that, and then in fact, there's no fans in the building, too, to, yeah. just to make it even more boring. And we're just like, oh, it's a 0-0 zero, zero <laughs> game. Chips with, it out. Chips, chips it, it back out in. Again. Chips, chips it out. out. Oh, my God. It was so hard to watch. <laughs> and so, um, no, I'm, I'm excited to see the Edina team. I think the state is better when Edina is good. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Carl, you're higher on Edina right now. What do you got? Yeah. Four? I have them at four. And they were a team that, you know, the first time I did it, they were probably around eight or nine. Then I redid it, and they moved higher. And I redid it again, they moved higher again. It's just like every time I looked at them, it's like, hmm, there's a lot here. I think the, the Clark Fetchko combination is as good a one two punch as anyone has. And they're just kind of a juicy team. I think they're going to be really good. Uh, How good of that prior Lakey Dyna game, Ben, had those two comes back? It would just be one of the highlights of the year. I know. I know. You know, especially in a home barn on Christmas, packed. I know. Cool. Be really cool. I know. I, you would have every scout, everything. Would be Ev- there. Yeah. <sighs> That's frustrating. Um, okay, um, let's go Benilde next. They return probably one of the front runners in Mr. Hockey and Tristan Sarsland. Yep. Adam Marshall assuming is he's con- healthy. Assuming, assuming he's that healthy. he's healthy, fingers crossed. Yep. Hopefully that's going well. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Marshall is also a very good senior for them. Drew Stewart, as you said, Carl, um, earlier, um, ninth grader last year, sophomore this year, and you know he's a player to watch for sure. Um, who else am I missing from this team? They just uh, Brady Yakish. Yakish, yes. Uh, this is going to be a good team. They lose Lime Sand. They lose some kind of really glue pieces in Bassan, Conley, Jonah Mortensen. I mean, some real pieces. And James that, Callahan was on that team last year too. Yeah, I like yeah. that kid. Yeah, yeah there was. They had. They'll lose some glue, but there's a lot of pieces still left there. I think goaltending is going to be really interesting. Why do you say that? Uh, because they have the the goalie of the year, YJH goalie of the year. He's a transfer from. I mean, he was always that a kid, but he lived in yeah. St. Michael. It's gonna be interesting to see if he can get eligible by the time the season starts. Whether he has to move or get get you know some kind of waiver from the high school league to play. I don't I don't know if it's gonna happen. If he makes it, this kid's a winner. I mean, an absolute winner. Great athlete. Great locker room kid. Uh, if he has to sit out a year and play JV, he will. Um, but if he can somehow make his way on there, Mason will be an immediate impact for that program. Benil teams need good goaltending, uh, just yeah. by, based on the running and style. So they need good goaltending. Um, so we'll see how that tracks. Um, Carl, what do you like about them? Well, the front end talent is just uh, that in a year where there's not a ton of it, there's really jumps out, and uh, at the upper grades, I mean, and they're returned a pretty decent core. You saw them at least break through and win a, a semifinal last year when they knocked off. Creighton, and then um, no, I feel like they're they're building to something here. Um, one note on their schedule: they have a really good schedule. They play in the what Champions Cup, Champions Cup. So they play Hill, Hermantown, Eden Prairie, Wyzetta, Moorhead, Creighton, Holy Family, Blake, Rogers, Maple Grove, Edina, St. Thomas, Stillwater, Montemidi, 
and Cotter. <laughs> and, and, Metro, and Metro West. Yeah, in Metro West. Yeah. Which so, is interesting. They and, have to play Waconia and New Prague? Uh, in there? I believe, I, without looking at their schedule, I would it's say big conference. So. Trust me, my daughter played in this year for yep. soccer. Yep, there's Holy a Waconia and there's a New Prague. Yeah, Orono's in there too. Yeah, we had to play Orono yeah. and New Prague and Waconia. It was crazy. Remember last year when, when they didn't play anyone for the first half of the season and then had a ridiculous second half? And it's yeah. the <laughs> flip side. It's, it's the absolute reverse. Yeah. Their first <laughs> half is, and I literally wrote it down. It's uh, because yeah. uh, as I read it, it's Hill, Hermantown, Eden Prairie, Wyzetta, Moorhead. Like, that's how their schedule opens. It's it's ridiculous. Then you look at their last 12, game, the last 12 games. There's, they've got one Casca in there and a Matamidi, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's kind of like, remember how St. Thomas's schedules used to fold out like that? Yeah, car? with the Simleys. <laughs> yeah, the... Simleys. Like, yeah. Tarden was like their mashup type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, artist now known as Two Rivers. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I didn't say Dinah's schedule. Obviously, Dinah's schedule is the, you know, prohibitively best. You said Eden Praise was the best. All right. Yeah, Edina's is usually up there. Oh, yeah. Um, So, where do we want to move from here? Who wants to go to Wyzetta or Blake? Wyzetta's next. Wyzetta. Wyzetta. Okay, they lose Gavin O'Connell, a Mr. Hockey finalist, who just committed to uh, Duluth. Um, but they do return their goaltender, um, Will Ingman. They return yep. a lot of good Wyzetta style players. Mason Mori is, you yep. know, kind good of player. a good player. Such a Wyzetta, Wyzetta team. It really is. Yeah, I mean, Gavin O'Connell would have only handled, added uh, offensive skill and flash. We don't. They don't need that. They don't need, they that. Don't need that. They don't need a twenty twenty guy. We don't need that stuff. As Pat said, they never. That's not something that you know. He takes pride in not having a twenty twenty guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that out where you won't score points? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, that you won't be 2020. <laughs> but you'll block 20 shots. Yes. Okay. Um, I saw the uh, O'Connell family. Their son was other. Your youngest was up in Moorhead for the Blue Ox, and they did give me the news that Gavin won't be returning from Waterloo. Which is a why is that a like hotbed? It seems like Waterloo Ness played there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hank did. Hank did. And so, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, Colin um, Schmidt Schmidt played there too. Could have. Yeah, I didn't have to why, check that. That's why they called Waterloo the Wyzetta of the South. That's right. That's right. Said nobody. Nobody uh, said no one. <laughs> um, I I think uh, this is a team that you don't want to play. Really, they're just just th- ask just ask Benilde. <laughs> yeah, um, they do play Benilde in the regular season um, this year, which is kind of fun. Um, they'll play Hill, Edina, Moorhead, Rapids, ben- uh, like they're they. They play War Road got, this year. Got a Rosa War Road trip, yeah. Uh, no, just War Road. Not, no, they have, they have both of them. Do they do? Okay, then I didn't yeah. write it down. But up there, they yeah, they go up. up. Yeah. That's a long drive. That's uh, six hours. Yeah, it's uphill. And it's uphill. <laughs> um, and so, like, they have a good schedule, um, and it, it'll be a good litmus test to see Rosa comparative, you know, type of yeah. thing. Um, so looking forward to seeing how kind of they all see them a fair bit just because of the, you the crossovers. Always, you always, cause that 394, you always go see those guys. It's a good 20 years. Like Edina's kind of my back door cause it's so close to yeah. my house or why is that as easy for you to get to? It is. It really, it's not a hard drive to, um, a easier drive is actually Blake. Yeah. Um, 
Blake is a fun team this year. Um, I'm interested to see William Matsky. I think he's a fringe Mr. Hockey candidate right now. Ooh, I like that. I like that. There isn't uh, not to. I'm not I'm dissing not on, he's on one Matsky. of the best kids in that class. No uh, question about that. But the Mr. Hockey this year is difficult. Very, uh, it'll be impossible. Uh, I don't know. I might say right now that RYHH Player of the Year won't be a senior. Yeah, I think that's a. That's likely. You say that. Yeah. I'd, I'd bet that too. Yeah. This could be the year, you know, the Casey Millstat type year. Yeah. Yeah, and he might be playing on a team, you know, in 7A. Yeah, which one of them? <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> I had someone say that in Moorhead this week. Damn plan, going to be your player of the year, isn't he? And I'm like. Yeah. might be Mac. Hey, I, oh, he might be Mac. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> that be Two hilarious. player of the year candidates, same household. Same house. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. And then come, like, with two trophies, like, I was coming to do a joint. And yeah, then, nope. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, okay. But Blake returns Matsky, Carter Cranky, who's skating less like a wounded deer nowadays. <laughs> um, but he is a very good player. Super tall, Jake Svendal. Carson Clark. Comes over from Orno, yep. Yep. Um, they do lose a fifth-year starter in net, and that's not a line, Axel no. Reed. Who's going to be their goalie? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. Um, Connor Mahoney uh, also graduates yep. and was a very good, good player. player. Absolutely. Um, I think he's still playing some juniors somewhere. Probably. Um, they'll play Gentry this year, which is an interesting game to watch out for. It's probably one of those that I'm marked on my calendar type of thing. Um, they'll also play St. Thomas, Hill Murray, Eden Prairie, Benilde, Wyzetta. Other than that, their schedule's kind of weak um, compared to the other teams in this section, but they do have some fun talent to look out for. Yeah, I still think they're the four seed, but, uh, you know, I think Holy Angels might be a team as well that would sneak in. Let's yeah. talk about Holy Angels. What do you like about Holy Angels right now? Not their head coach, because that's... I don't like him at all. Oh, no. <laughs> Awful. No. <laughs> what, did, what did Grizz bring to the table this well, year? Well, he brought in the uh, Bantam Elite League MVP. Okay. Uh, which, I mean, think about that. There's all the best Bantams in one What's spot. What's his name? Henry Lechner, a Jefferson kid. Right away, right out of the get-go, you know, he's a, you know, a ninth, Granny's a ninth grader, but he's not built like a ninth grader. He's a six foot two, 175-pound power forward who could put the puck in the net. Sure. So, I don't think he's going to have any trouble because he plays with the Blades. He's in the 06 Blades. He's playing 15U hockey in the fall. It, this is not going to be – varsity hockey is not intimidating for Henry. Sure. Okay. Uh, Carter Hermanson is another one of the twins. He's like – I think he won Mr. Soccer, great athlete. Um, they got a nice team. They're going to – they're going to – and he's and, and Pat's a good coach. Not a good guy, but he's a really good hockey coach. Very good coach. Not a great guy. And yeah, I think mm-hmm. that – as time progresses, this team gels together. I think they're going to have an upset or two within their section. They'll they'll get some section opponents. I think you you might get, see that there where they might pop in at the four seed and get the home ice. Yeah. The first I, I have them at, pre- at preseason top twenty five. Oh, nice. See, Did they add um, Zach Palmquist on the bench too? Yeah, that's right. So just an interesting note there. Yeah. Um, another team to kind of look out for: um, St. Louis Park. Well, they got the best goalie, one of the best goalies in the state. That's why I brought it up. Josh is a good kid. And S- such a good say his full name. Josh Middleton, sorry. Yep. Yeah. So that's got a, a little brother that's a goalie, too. So they might be a tandem by the time he's a senior. <laughs> he's like, I think he's two years Ooh. younger. 
Um, one thing to note for this section, Section 6 AA, Armstrong Cooper is now in it again. They're back in, huh? They're back Damn in. Damn it. So, I like them in AA better. I know, because it makes it interesting in AA. Way more interesting. I yeah. know, I know. Um, but that's kind of the... I'm glad you pointed out. That's a good take. Right um, Creighton is out, but everything is the same in this one. Who do we got? Who's coming out of it? Carl, you go first. Huffy and Puffy. Why is that up? Why is, what? Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a train I, I ride a lot, and it usually pays off. So <laughs> you're probably good. Edina. I'm Edina. Edina. Not even close. Just, yeah. I mean, I don't, he, uh, Carl already stepped onto the, onto the bench and, and put Fetchko and Clark on the same line together. I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know I'm if they'll play. I'm not sure that's going to happen. We'll I see. don't think that's going to happen. Maybe either. on the power play? Maybe on the power play? I could see that. Yeah. But they're not, maybe on the not phone, same, same line. line. Um, I think they're, you know, it's the old alpha male. Like, you don't need two alpha males in the same line. No, and it balances them, too. Yeah. And, but who knows? I mean, that's why we play the games. That's why we have 25 regular this season is games. Why we, this is why we play. Don't, don't question Kurt. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move to seven, which I saw some This won't be a long segment. <laughs> Seven no. um, did get an addition this year, actually two additions. Several. Um, Northern Edge is now Jeez. in there, um, which is, as we wow. recall, the same France. A mercy and... killing. My goodness. <laughs> um, and then not quite a mercy. Well, another mercy kill. Anoka's in this one. Yeah. Um, mercy. And Coon Rapids. Mercy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Blaine. For some reason, yeah, that's a strange. It's just you know, Tony. I used to work in Seven AA. Yeah. How I, I I live twenty minutes away from Seven AA. I live downtown. So that does not make sense. Makes no sense. I don't like look that. At, look at the map. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay, Carl's well, I mean, pro Jerry. We'll, we'll, we'll get to Elk River here in a minute. You yeah, know, they're back in eight, which is just weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let's talk about some teams. Let's start with Andover. Carl, you have Andover actually pretty high. Can we start? Yeah, I, I think we five. start and end with Andover, don't we? I mean, there's nothing <laughs> else to talk about. There's another team on the edge uh, of the Andy range. Yeah, you will want to talk about fringe, Grand Rapids. There's fringe, a fringe range fringe. team. Um, okay, let's talk about Andover. Their schedule is not – it's okay. Um, maybe I didn't look at their schedule completely. I don't remember. Look at their schedule again. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm looking at my notes, and that doesn't seem right. They play Moorhead, I can tell you that. Yeah. Yep. yeah they play, sc- they play Moorhead. They play Rozo. That's Thank the first you. week. Yes, sorry. They've got, YZ, they've got a YZ. they got Creighton and Hill in the holiday tournament big. Retracted. Retracted. I take this back. I didn't write down everything with them. Um, but they do return some. There's still a lot of conference stuff, though. They yeah. return a ton, a ton of players. Here's what they don't return, and it's only what they don't return. They don't return Garrett Schiffsky and Will mm-hmm. Larson and Ethan Lindahl. And the, everybody else is coming back. Yeah, Cooper yep. Conway and Gavin Thorson will be a. Weston Knox. Weston Knox on the blue line. Yep. Logan Gravnick. Kaden Casey is a real and good the, player. Add the Kaden yeah. Casey in there. This team is going to be. I wouldn't want to see these guys in the dark alley. Okay, who? Where did Caden Casey, uh, Casey Casey, come from? Caden <laughs> Casey's always Kane? been at this age has always been the best player at Elk River, and okay. he left Elk River to the rival neighbor uh, Andover. Okay, he's good yep. player, really good player. Um, I think he had thirty plus points last year. Okay. Yep. 
So. Yep, he was he was good two years ago. Um, when they played a regular schedule. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, Andover is really the prohibitive favorites in this. Yeah, Rapids could. Let's talk about Rapids. Be okay. They'll be okay. They got a good goaltender. They have a good goaltender. They they have a good decor. They lose Jack Perp, but everybody else is coming back. Uh, Hayden DeMars, Joey DeGreco. Yeah. You know, Decent forward core. Add Caden Nelson. Did you just say Caden Nelson? Can can I say it now, or should I, should I wait for off the air? Now, now, now. Caden Nelson is the player that knocked Zam Plant out on a, on a yeah, we talked about this last time. Yeah. We did talk about it? Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. it yeah. should be interesting to see Caden. The Rapids-Hermantown game should be really interesting if it's a full building. Mm-hmm. Check my schedule I would on bet that those Hermantown yeah. folks won't forget what Caden Nelson did to Zamplant. <laughs> Just saying. What do you mean? They he helped Zam play in the state tournament? He did. Yeah, he is, wouldn't have. Is that what, for, is that what you just Nelson, said? Nelson, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. When um, is this game, and where is it? Well, uh, the, oh, it's some, in Rapids in the last week of the season. Oof. Some of their other games, they play Moorhead, as always, Hill Murray, um, Rozo, Wyzetta, War Road, Hermantown, as we said, East Grand Forks, Sedina, Ian Prairie in the Holiday Classic. Minnetonka, Maple Grove, Andover, Wyzetta. This is a pretty deep schedule for Rapids. Oh, hi, Tony. Your hand's up. You just pointed something out there. Is, yeah. And I know this isn't, we are on the Elk River discussion, but you brought up Edina Classic. Is it almost time for Elk River to get its pink slip from the Edina Hockey Classic? <sighs> yep. Now, it, they've been in it for a long time. You could Moorhead would jump right in there and it would be nice, wouldn't it? Oof. Yep. Moorhead's already in the turkey trot now, and Holy and, Family and, got and the and hockey for life. Up. Yeah, and hockey for life. Elk River, Elk River's close to getting a pink slip. Just I, they <laughs> haven't always this. The Edina Holiday Classic has gone on for thirty plus years. It has not always been these teams. No, no, nope. no. When I was in high school, it was going on. They played at the Met Center. Yeah, so I'm just uh, and it was for unbelievable teams, you know. Be like, then they crossed over or something like that. It was, it was a good times back in the '80s. Let me tell you. Yes, and it still is. <laughs> Carl, sorry. Carl has said that he's coming for the Thursday night game. Yeah, I'm actually bum, in. Bum, bum. Really? I've been I've been Minneapolis that whole week, so. Might so, see me a couple times. Who, what's that Thursday? Is that Thursday that's is Rapids and Edina? Rapids and Edina, Elk and Eden Prairie. Prairie. So you know that the That'd last game's game. gonna start at ten thirty. <laughs> okay, so you'll get home by at least I've one. I never stayed. I stayed for the first Shots, period of that game, and I leave. Shots will be thirty-one to one, Edina. Yeah. <laughs> After two periods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know. A little bit of Van Halen will be played at the puck sure, drop. Will be. Absolutely. So, anyways, Rapids returns a decent squad. It's a decent squad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they'll be good. Let's see who else is in there. Uh, Blaine returns Blaine. a lot. Uh, Blaine returns a lot of seniors. So, senior-laden teams are interesting. Always interesting. They're going to play Andover twice. Um, so, that's something of note. Uh, is there another school on the east side that I'm missing? No. Nope. We know there. <laughs> no, Cloquet. East side of what? Cloquet? Cloquet? When's Cloquet going to move to A? I'm going to start throwing out some of this <laughs> random <laughs> questions, right? I mean, the youth, youth, Their youth program there. just yeah. did, so ain't about time. 
Ooh. Clock is ticking. Clock is ticking. That will be a sad day. It will be very sad. Um, okay, Carl, what about Duluth East this year? Uh, it's an interesting team. You know, they, there's still some talent here. They still got Winkler and Christian and the you know, diaspora Steinfee, didn't so, lose everybody. Yeah, yeah, but they lost a lot, and there could be a team in search of an identity, new coach, new era. Um, they. The youth teams don't seem to be off to a particularly good start either, so we may be in for a, a lean period. Um, their peewee team uh, did win a couple games down at the Pumpkin, so and they have a really good goalie. Keenan Smith, yeah. this kid is good, but other than that, Bantams is lean, very lean. Um, <laughs> okay, moving on to, oh, who we got? Oh, Andover. Andover. Oh, yeah. No, no one's arguing with that one. Yeah, yeah, Andover. I think it could be a good section final up at the deck. X is at the deck or the Amsoils. We're at the deck or Amsoil. Yeah. Um, 8AA. Let's do Moorhead first. Moorhead loses Max Dronin. And that's it. And that's it. Carl, why are they so high? Because they lose Max Jordan, and that's it. <laughs> and did they lose a goalie, too? They did. They, they lost they did Will. Mr. Conka. Will Conka, but they bring in probably one of the best goalies, Bantam goalies in the state last year, Kai Weigel, mm-hmm. who was a move-in from Bismarck a couple years ago. Oof. That's, it's Har- Harper Bent's cousin, actually. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, small world. Um, uh, Joe Grammer committed over the summer. To you know, right? Yes, to you know. Um, Carson Triggs is coming back. Um, let's see. They just, they have a lot of depth. Well, especially on the blue line. Oh, they had six, four or five sophomores last year. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. the key to that squad is how well those D make it, you know, make plays. I think with Joe Grammer back there, I think that D is going to be really good. Grammer, Creer, Schiller. Frisch graduated. I'm pretty sure. What? Yeah. Yep. Oh, oldest Frisch. Second Ethan, Frisch, yeah. Ethan Frisch. Oh, Ethan. No, Yellow not Ethan. Grant. 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 Yeah, they got another little brother coming up. He's like a fresh, uh, like a squirt, I think. Squirt A. Okay. So there's ways to go. The Frisch 6 is yeah, coming. That's right. <laughs> um. Okay. He, Moorhead has a very tough schedule, as always. You know, they resume their road trip miles, Rapids, War Road, Roseau twice, EGF twice, um, Hill, Tonka, Andover, Benilde, White Bear, Edina, St. Thomas, the casino when that mattered. Yeah. Um, they're in hockey for life. Uh, yeah, turkey trot, hockey for life. I mean, they're – They're doing well. They're, they're doing well schedule-wise. Um, so, yeah, they're the prohibitive favorites – they're going to be very deep. Every time that they come to the Metro, they're probably going to be on my calendar to watch. Yep. I, I They're a bookmark team for me um, right now. Um, the other team, Rozo. This team returns a lot. They lose a lot. They lose pa- Paul Huglin. They lose Andrew Tuttle. And Tuttle, it seemed like he's right? been in net for a while. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But Max Strand returns. Gavin Gunderson, the Wenslofs. Um, yep. Thor Bufflin, who just committed to St. Cloud State. Yep. Um, and they upped their schedule. I mean, this is uh, – Rozo 
only played North Dakota teams, Lake of the Woods, and Thief River Falls, you know, type of thing. <laughs> uh, but now they got Matamidi, they got Tonka, they got Andover, St. Louis Park, Blake, Wyzetta, Centennial. Yeah, I think uh, at some point the scheduling gods in Warroad get, you know, someone like the, the new economic development person in Warroad <laughs> put two it's and two an together and said, hey, why don't we get teams to come up and play us both? One on Friday, one mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And it's a smart We move. get one game because they only play one game on the weekend, sometimes a Friday or Saturday. So yep. like, yeah, we'll play them on Friday, then we'll you play them on Saturday. Yeah, why not? Stay in the hotels, do ice fishing, you yeah. know, relive the memories of the coming up for youth tournaments up here. It works. It, it works. Totally works. Great idea. Um, STMA is not the same without Casey Leyland. I don't no. think. No. Elk River is uh, not DOA. the same without Caden Casey. Yeah, <laughs> and they're the addition to this. Um, Rogers is out of this section. Uh, like Sartell might be one of the better teams. Sartell is an addition to this section from Class A. But Sartell is kind of your casino team of Class A. Class A, now they're just... And now they're not even in Class A. Yeah. Now they're just like St. Cloud. You yeah. know, they're, they're okay, but they're not going to be... No. They're not going to threaten anybody in AA. St. Cloud regular uh, loses Max uh, Rowe. Lost some people. Yeah. Yeah, and I think St. Cloud... If I, I was talking to Pete Manish this summer. I think St. Cloud is going to a new uniform this year. Oh. Ready for this? Okay. Just, and the girls, I think, did it last year, or they're doing it as well. They're called the Crush. Okay. We call it St. Cloud Crush. St. Cloud oh. regular and doesn't gonna, have a mask. And they're yet. going to they, be the Crush. I don't know what Crush stands for. That's not nearly as fun as regular. But, yeah, no, it's not. But uh, but their uniforms, will they'll take the orange from St. Cloud Tech, and they'll take the blue from Apollo, so they're going to be a little bit like the Denver Cooper? Broncos. Cooper's colors. Yeah, Cooper's colors are going to be, I don't know, I think it's going to be royal blue and orange. It'll be orange and blue, kind of like Washburn maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, Washburn's kinda colors. Kind of Washburnish. Yeah, um, some, some Millers. So I think it's kind of cool. Okay, so um, something to keep out for yeah, there. And he, he's, he would not reveal it to me. I'm like, I, I go, Pete, we're friends. Oh. He's like, no, I can't send it to you. But when, it, when time <laughs> comes right, I'll send it to you. So I'm hoping between now and puck drop for first game, I get to reveal the, the St. Cloud Crush uniform. Hey Pete, we're Ooh. friends. You yeah, know, like, we're friends. What about what about, like, that, huh? what about yeah. like one of the leftover ones from last year? I know you want that. A St. Cloud regular is a necessary. I would want Apollo. I would want Apollo had good jerseys. Yeah, oh Apollo my gosh, good. they were amazing. Yeah, they were. Really Pete's done a, a. Yep. You gotta yeah. admit, Pete does a nice job with his uniforms. Is can Apollo we have Pete uniforms? on the show this year? Yes, we can. Okay, Pete's a Pete's He's a, a neat. great interview too. Pete's hilarious. He's a great. Interview. You guys will love Pete. You will. They will definitely love him. Um, but remember the Apollo uniforms. Yeah. Everybody, awesome, right? Um, and then the St. Cloud regulars with the striped helmets. Yeah. And the black, they were. He does a really nice job with his uniforms. These orange and blues will be sweet. Yeah, guaranteed. Guaranteed. And you know what he said to me? He goes, "Yeah, and we will have a stripe in our helmet." <laughs> he said it to me. He goes, "Yeah, man, there will be stripes on helmet." <laughs> it's my boy, Pete. It's my boy. Oh yes, no. That he, he's on the show this year. We just got to sure. figure out how to sneak that in. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of. Interviews. We had a good interview um, with Jack Jablonski. Tony, you want to take this one? Thank you, Danny. Uh, we have with us today Jack Jablonski uh, from Benilde St. Margaret's, now formerly of USC. Welcome to the show, Jack. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm great. Thanks for having me on, guys. 
This uh, we are now will be bringing up the ten year anniversary of your accident uh, as a player for the Red Knights. Let's walk through that whole season, not the whole season, just your your biggest takeaways from that season. Obviously, the injury and all those things, but also the winning, all the positives that came out of it as well with with the foundation and the state championship and all the the magic that unfolded that year. Yeah, I mean, it's you know you look back and it's essentially such a hard thing to fathom because of you know so many emotional roller coasters uh the ups and downs you know starting with you know making varsity as a sophomore and uh and you know what was i think the number two pre-ranked team in the state going into into the year was uh, you know something i expected but obviously just an accomplishment itself and you know having the standards to to be a part of uh, a contributing factor of a successful team uh, of that nature and you know, we struggled a little bit early on in the season and started to find our gear right around Christmas. And then uh, obviously in the the tournament, um, the New Year's tournament, I was injured, obviously having been checked from behind and breaking my C5, C6 vertebrae uh, and severing my spinal cord. So it, it, you know, everything changed, not only for, you know, myself, but as a team in the season, um, most importantly, you know, my life and for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, it was a tough thing to, to handle. You know, you, you didn't understand why you, and at the same time, um, you know, you're, you're going through something by yourself, but also from a team perspective and, and as someone who was, um, you know, at that age trying to figure out who they were as a, as a human being, you know, having everything go sideways was, was tough. But, um, you know, from, from a hockey perspective, um, you know, to, to be able to, to still be a part of the team and to have the support from not only Benilde and not only my hockey team, but the Minnesota hockey community and the NHL and, and the Minneapolis and, and Minnesota community from a macro perspective was, was something that really kept me going and, you know, has kept me going to this day and, and gotten me to where I am. So to be able to, to have that experience and have the positivity you know, continue not only just after the first day or the first week, um, but all the way through, you know, till today, but most importantly through that hockey season um, was extremely important for, for my recovery and my mental health. And, you know, to go to the state tournament, you know, knock off Edina in the, the quarterfinals, which is what every team wants to do yeah. when they get to the state tournament uh, to beat Edina and, you know, in dramatic fashion itself and then to yeah. blow out Lakeville South made things even better. Um, cause I was at the first game against Edina and then I went home and, um, all of a sudden I just didn't feel right. I couldn't sleep. And then the second I fell asleep, I felt like I woke up when the sun hit my room and I was so sick. I had like 102 or three really? temperature. Really? Oh yeah. And so I didn't go to the Lakeville South game. And, uh, I know that like everyone in Benilde was so panicked cause like I wasn't there and I was really sick. I had an IV and so I was sitting in, the in my hospital bed with uh, my dad and uh, Jack Blatherwick, who's a very oh popular God. figure in Minnesota yeah. hockey, oh, yeah. um, at uh, at my room watching the game. And I was so sick. And we played the, the late game. So we were on at like yeah. 9 o'clock. And that's the last thing I needed. So we <laughs> thankfully jumped out at like 5-0 in the first period. And I just went to bed after the first. Didn't even know what the, the final score was until I woke up. Obviously, I knew we weren't going to blow the lead based on the way we were playing but you know we woke up to like an 11-1 game um and then i was just you know doing everything possible to make the the state championship and for me i uh ended up you know keeping the ivy in we unplugged it and just wrapped it up so that was in my arm 
Um, and, uh, you know, we get to the game and, and obviously we win in, in crazy fashion with, you know, Grant Bessie scoring all five goals and getting a hat trick shorthanded. Yes. Um, that was, a, you know, an amazing experience. It was so surreal and euphoric because it's everything you dream of. And, and really for the first time since my injury, I felt like I didn't have an injury or a disability because we were all just celebrating as, you know, as teammates and as friends and as joy, you know, back at one of our friends' houses with, you know, half of the build population at the, at the party. So <laughs> yeah. um, it, it was just amazing. And so many, you know, stories that night, I end up, you know, my mom actually didn't go to the party because she thought we were just going to go back to the hospital because I had a, you know, what they call a day pass. And <laughs> yeah. I, we end up, we go back to the, to our, you know, our friend's house, uh, the Moors, um, who, who were in Dinah and, Augie yep, and uh, at about yeah. TJ. Yeah, Augie, TJ, those yeah. guys. And, um, at about two in the morning, we're still at the party and the hospital calls my mom who's dead asleep. And they're like, um, where's, where's Jack? Is he coming home back to the hospital? And my mom's like, what do you mean? He's not there. And so she calls my dad and is like, where the hell are you? And we're like, what do you mean? Where, where are you? You aren't. Why are you not at the Morris house? We're at a party, and yeah, where like, are you, Leslie? Yeah, we're like, what, what do you mean? We're partying, and so we don't get back to the hospital until about four in the morning, and they're just like sitting there, like literally the nurses were just waiting, and they're like, this is so unacceptable, and I was like. I was oh, like, okay, got, well, first of all, the we rules were never stay. defined. Yeah, <laughs> the, the rules were never defined. <laughs> yeah. were, the rules were never, like, there was nothing printed in ink where we had to be home at a certain time. Um, so we wake up, you know, go to bed, wake up at probably like 8 o'clock, and I don't know who set it up, but the, the we wake up on Sunday, and the Vikings cheerleaders are in my no um, way <laughs> are in my um, in my room, and so with like a bunch of my teammates who probably didn't go to bed, and um, it was just in a crazy event. So you know that was like the first day where it was like you know such joy and happiness, and you know you forget about all the negativity and and everything that you know had gone wrong. And all the, the illness and the sickness, you know, again, I had a, an infection that was, you know, just destroying me. But the, the antibiotics did their work when I missed the game against Lakeville and uh, ended up being such an, an amazing, um, you know, end to the, the season, a real fairy tale and, and storybook ending. Yeah, you couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. <laughs> Uh, talk about that. You were 16 years old, probably just got your driver's license. You know, a lot of this stuff is happening, right? And you went from 16-year-old kid who barely shaved to an adult. You're making adult-like decisions, like middle-aged yeah. men have yeah. to make, you know. What was that like transition in your life from, you know, you know teenager to adult? That had to be tricky. Yeah, it, it was really tough. And I was forced to grow up so quickly. And for someone who obviously, you know, it felt like everything was perfect. You know, you're on varsity in Minnesota, you're at the top program, you, you're well on your way to developing into someone who's going to have a, a lengthier career than just high school hockey. And to have it all taken away. And at the age of 16, or right when you're really getting your independence, you know, right. You, yeah. You're about, I, I didn't have my license. Okay. Time, sorry about that. Was, no, no, no. You're good. It was yeah. funny. Cause like that day I was going to go take my, um, my test to uh to get my um uh, my permit and like that day and obviously it didn't work out because of the injury right um but uh 
it, it, you're just forced to grow up. And, and, you know, what I think a lot of people don't realize is when you have an injury like paralysis, you lose all of your independence. So take away being at 16 years old, being able to drive. So now you can't go to anywhere without having someone come pick you up or having someone take you there. And then you can't go do things on your own. You can't go you know, hang out with people unless you've got someone there that you trust can help you medically. Cause you know, I need you know, help medically every few hours, whether it's you know, doing certain things or, or taking medications. So it, it was just, it's become a very different life. And obviously I still live with it today and it's been very, very hard to, I wouldn't say accept, but understand and, and live with. Because you know, when you're 16, you can be blinded by it a little because you're in high school and everyone's so close and you're always around people. Right. But as you get older and older, it gets tougher because you're, you're, you know, you're, you're an adult, you're, you're paying bills and you're, you know, you're living by yourself or, or with someone to help you and you just have to handle things on your own. So it gets harder and harder as you get further away from it. But going back to the original, you know, you know, understanding and, and dealing with it at 16, um very tough but i was very very fortunate to have you know a sea of red you know sea of red and a sea of red nights in my hospital um room literally daily and and without that and without the people that sent things and called you know whether it was from a, a junior team or you know wayne gretzky or, or bobby or you know it, all of it mattered so much and it, it made such a difference in life for me to be able to to be able to continually stay positive and and try to focus on myself and, and rehabbing because you know those first 18 months were so important and um for the recovery and for me mentally um if i wouldn't have had that i i really don't know where i would be well let's talk about what's going on now with your health and recovery and where you're at with everything yeah, you know, recovery is good. You know, I've been able to stay out of the hospital for you know, six or so months um, uh, you know, without any scares or any setbacks. And I'm doing well, you know, again, you know, for a refresher, I wasn't supposed to be able to move the left side of my body. And the doctor said I'd be lucky to bend my right arm. Um, you know, within a week, I was bending my right arm. You know, I, you know, I think my initial uh, breakthrough, I guess you could say was, you know, I put my brother next to me on my right arm and then hit him with my arm, uh, <laughs> you know, the first time showing people that I could move my arm. And I think his initial reaction was like, Hey, what the heck? Don't do that. And then he's like, wait, no, do it. Like, yeah. Like you can move it and stuff like that. So it, you know, that was the early on and it was such a determination to, to be able to take advantage of, you know, those first 18 months, like I mentioned in terms of recovery, but also, you know, use that athletic mindset and that goal setting mindset of, you know, proving people wrong and, and being able to, to overcome, you know, as many athletes can relate to whether they're 14 or they're, they're 35, you know, it's one of those things where as an athlete, you're kind of built to, to prove people wrong or, you know, do things you're not supposed to, or push yourself to that next level to, to be able to break through. And, you know, it's led me today to where, you know, I've got function of my upper body in both my arms. I can bend them and, and move them. You no, know, they're obviously not quote unquote normal, but, you know, I've got the ability to control and, and feel a little bit. I mean, I'm working on um, trying to get some hand movement and finger movement, but um, to the day, not really. But at this point, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we've got some, some opportunity with some of the stuff I'm doing with my foundation to, to be able to 
take advantage of some of those opportunities and, and get back some function. So, um, you know, I, I'm good. I'm feeling well. You know, I'm healthy. I'm staying in shape for when these medical advancements do come about, and uh, I'm ready to take those on when they can. So let me ask you this. You said you had limited hand movement. Uh, so how does a kid go through, get a college degree at a great school like USC? Is it all done orally then? Yeah, great question. You know, it's it, it was interesting because, you know, I was in a way lucky to have two years of high school to, to kind of figure out what works and what doesn't work. And, and obviously, you know, graduating from Benilde, one of uh, the very you know good private schools uh, in the Minneapolis area, you know, prepared me well for, for being able to academically take on um, USC. You know, coming out to Southern California, it wasn't just an academic thing. It was, you know, for me with paralysis, you can't control your own body temperature. Um, so anything below, say, 60, 65 and sunny, I'm, I'm frigid. I'm, I'm cold. Um, I'm miserable. My body tightens up. And, um, you know, to be able to come out to Southern Cal and, and focus on, you know, therapy, but also, um, my academics was, was a huge accomplishment and something that was really important for me to be able to continue and, and develop and grow both physically and mentally. And, you know, to get to USC and try to figure out how I was going to do college if I needed someone to with me at every single, uh, you know, class at every single step on campus was something that I, I you know, kind of just trial and error. And, you know, you got to figure out is I joined a fraternity that I had a bunch of people around that could Which help house? me at all times. Teak. Teak? Uh, yep, yep, I was a Teak. Tony's so a Kappa Sig, so. Yeah, there we go. All right, yeah. Yeah, Teak's, <laughs> you know, it's not the best around the nation, but at SC, it's uh, – <laughs> It's the it's the top house, so um, I'll take that and uh, I'll ride with that till I die. I <laughs> love uh, it. Uh, you know the the guys there were were phenomenal, and for everyone that you know has been a part of the journey and that um, uh, and experience of what we all went through as a group of guys and and them helping me out um, was amazing. Because when I came out to SC, you know I, I was on a hockey team, I was on a tennis team, I was on a baseball team. You know I played golf you're always surrounded by people with like-minded, you know, values and, and, you know, things that you have in common. And I came out to SC and didn't have that right away. And that was really tough because not only are you halfway across the country trying to figure out how to live with paralysis, but you also don't have a support system and you don't have a, you know, a group of people. So I joined a fraternity and it was the best decision I made when I went to SC because, you know, I finally got a group of guys that like sports and, you know, have the same things, you know, social life interests and where they like to spend their time and doing certain things. And um, for me, they, they helped tremendously. And, you know, for the academic side of things, I was able to, uh, to, to basically do everything on my phone, surprisingly, because I can use a phone like anybody and text as fast as anyone. It just sits on my armrest and I have enough arm function and you know, thumb control to be able to to type and, and cool. take notes yeah. and um you know as a communications and sports media major um i had to do a ton of writing and i wrote you know 25 page essays and and projects all on my phone and my notes app and then i oh, would just God. bluetooth it over to uh to my computer and format everything and you know that was the majority of how i would do testing otherwise i would take tests with you know scribes and and people, you know, being my, my hands essentially. Um, but again, you know, it's all trial and error. And unfortunately with paralysis, 
you know, while there might be someone who's done it before you, everybody's injury is, is different and everybody's functionality, even though you have the same break and sever, uh, is going to be a little bit different. So, um, yeah, it was, it was very interesting and tough, uh, early on, but it, it became, you know, routine, you know, after my first semester and, and being able to, to figure everything out as I went. It says here that you were, uh, last season, you were coaching hockey as well. Um, so the hockey hasn't left your system, even though you're no, in not... beautiful weather. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I mean, hockey is ingrained in my DNA. And, you know, I after the injury, you know, I think there's two ways I could have gone. And and specifically on this topic of, you know, staying a part of the game or, or just distancing myself. And I couldn't see myself without the game. I loved it. I breathed it. You know, you, everyone in Minnesota obviously knows you know, how to skate. You know, I learned it two years old and um, fell in love with the game. And it was everything that mattered uh, to me at, at the age I was injured. And, and even to this day, I love it. I follow it. I work for the LA Kings. And, um, you know, in terms of coaching, you know, again, I think it was interesting because when I got injured, I became someone on the outside after I left USC in terms of being on the in the locker room. You know, I wasn't at a, a university where we had a college hockey program. So I wasn't in the locker room learning about the X's and the O's. And I was working as more of an analyst as an intern with the LA Kings in college. So I wasn't on the inside of the locker room learning about that part of the game. And I missed it because, you know, it was it'd been so long since I was a part of the strategy or a part of the game planning or, or just understanding the game from that side because it hadn't been, you know, till 2011, 2012 that I was there. So to be able to get back in the locker room and be a coach and help players develop and, you know, working with a 14-year-old team who ended up taking third place in the in nationals this past year was was awesome because, you know, I mainly worked in, in film and teaching the guys and, you know, showing them how to do things the right way. And, you know, again, I wish I had it when I, when I was my age because – it, it helps so much, you know, you learn and the film doesn't lie and you can point out and show someone what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong and, and being able to communicate with someone at that age and, you know, positive, but also criticize and, and be able to, you know, help them learn. There's really no more satisfying feeling than being a part of someone's success and, 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 you know, showing them and, and seeing them learn and seeing the, the, you know, the look on their face when they figure things out and, and uh and stuff like that so it, it was such a blast and i love it and hopefully we'll continue doing it um but uh you know coaching kids is, is awesome it really is where did you you said you grew up in minneapolis i'm a minneapolis kid where did you grow up and where did you skate outside yeah so i uh, i grew up right in uptown actually so did and, i uh, where, oh no way where'd you live i'm curious like <laughs> now uh, i don't know the, yeah i know yeah let me give you my address yeah security while we're at it right? yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> No, I lived uh, I lived over on the uh, near the cemetery on 36th Street. Uh, yeah, okay. A few a few blocks in. Uh, so Calhoun you know, area. In, oh yeah, All right. right on the Calhoun area. Say and, where um, you grew up. I so grew it's up not Lake weird. Isles. So. <laughs> okay, it's okay, not yeah. Weird. So that's there you go. Yeah, I mean, so I grew up. That's the first place that I started skating was Lake of the Isles, and um, it's uh, it's such a special place because I think everyone you know growing up has a special place in their heart for where they learn to, to play the game they love. and um, Isles is a great rink. Oh, yeah. It, that's one of the, it, it really is. 
yeah, and it's such a cool area, and you know, you've got such a beautiful backdrop, and mm-hmm. you know, it's there's nothing cooler than just a nice rink lit up, and then darkness around a nice city with a giant lake, and <sighs> um, you, know, you can see downtown from there. It's it's awesome. So grew up, you know, skating, and um, you know, fell in love with it. And you know, for me, I grew up in uptown, ended up playing youth hockey in the Minneapolis program, and then uh, the St. Louis Park program in my last year. Yep. Um, and, and had tremendous success as a, as a kid and obviously, you know, made my way up the ranks. But um, unfortunately, it fell a little bit short with the injury. So um, it's it's nice, you know, kind of getting to, to relive some of those childhood memories, you know, and, and experiences, you know, uh, as a coach in, in youth hockey as well. So nowadays, the, the Believe Foundation, which what it originally was, is now the Jack Jablonski Foundation. Tell us what... Tell us a little bit about it, what it is today. I think it was obviously the first five years after the injury was really, really prevalent in our local hockey community. And I wouldn't say it's faded. It's still really prominent. But tell us what some of the activities that are going on and and what the money you're raising is being used for today versus when it was early on. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it started as the Believe in Miracles Foundation because at that time, you know, we thought it, it really took a miracle to, to be able to, to beat paralysis. And as time has gone on, we know it doesn't take a miracle. Science is there and we have things that are proving to, to defy what was once, you know, law essentially. And, you know, for, for our foundation, you know, it's the Jack Jablonski Foundation because, you know, this is, this is my baby and, and something that I'm extremely proud of and, and, you know, very focused on, on helping, you know, for someone who, was very fortunate to have support in many different ways after the injury um, and to be able to have a voice and, and know how tough things are when it comes to living life like this in a wheelchair and depending on others, I know how painful it is. And I can only imagine how much more painful it is for, for everyone else out there that might not have had as easy of a road that I did um, post injury as hard as it was. And I, honestly a want to give back but obviously want to get out of my wheelchair as well and to be able to have a voice for maybe someone who doesn't um and is living through the exact same thing as i am is is a huge thing for me because um you know i have the opportunity to make a difference and change the world and and you know hopefully move forward and you know get everyone out of their wheelchairs or at the very least help improve someone's life that's living with it and and you know, we raised money for spinal cord injury research. Originally, it was, you know, a multitude of things of supporting rehabilitation in Minneapolis to getting people to be able to, you know, have the opportunity to rehab to the best extent and use the best resources to now, you know, raising funds for projects that are starting trials to prove and improve people's lives um, that paralysis is no longer permanent. And it's not because we are making, you know, extremely quick gains although it might be slow at times, uh, relatively speaking, you know, where it's come from in the 10 years or the nine years of my existence uh, with the foundation um, is phenomenal. You know, we we started it on the one year anniversary of my injury on December 30th, 2012. Um, So we're coming up on nine years of that and obviously 10 years on the injury. And, you know, for us to have raised over $3 million in spinal cord injury research um, and have the impact that we've had in both upper limb and lower limb functioning for paralysis has been um, extremely humbling and you know, it can be emotional at times just because of 
the lives we've changed and, and the, the better opportunities that we'll be getting soon enough. That's a lot of zeros. That's a lot of zeros. A lot of zeros. Um, we're very proud of it. And, you know, the Minneapolis community is, has been, or the Minnesota hockey community and the Minnesota community itself is, has been the main drivers and supporters around it. And, you know, to anyone listening, you know, I can't thank them enough who have been a part of my journey and, and, and the journey to raising that money because um, it's gone a long way. We've improved people's lives and we continue to. Um, and with continuous funds, we'll be able to help people um, like myself, like paraplegics, uh, anyone living with paralysis, as the, the research continues to expand and continue to grow and continue to help people. I know probably could, people could find it via Google search, but really quick, what's the uh, website address for the foundation? Yeah, it's, uh, it's beliefffoundation.org, and it's uh, spelled B-E-L-1-3-V-E foundation, um, obviously with 13 being my number and obviously a huge part of my identity and the foundation's identity. It's, uh, it's all about believing that you know, paralysis is no longer permanent, and um, you know, we can believe it now that we know it's true. Retired number 13, right? Yes, retired number 13 <laughs> at the Nope St. Margaret's. I love it. Okay, Tony stuck me with the beauty pageant question. No. <laughs> How do you balance your yes. life? Yes, it is well, a beauty plow. It is. <laughs> yes. It really is. With work, <laughs> rehab, and foundation. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's funny because it's such a great question, but, you know, when you're living it, you don't realize it because, um, you know, I've got a full-time job with the Los Angeles Kings. I work in content and, and run their website, you know, doing interviews uh, with players and prospects and um, covering the Kings as an analyst and the content, um, you know, supporter for LAKings.com along with um, doing interviews and podcasting and uh, social media and everything that goes along that. So that's work uh, Monday through Friday. Well, not even Monday through Friday because it's hockey. So it's all weekends, <laughs> um, whatever they're playing. Right. And, yeah. um, so, it, you know, you'd have that, you have a personal life, you have the foundation, you have coaching, you have, you know, rehab, you know, it's, you know, it's just schedule. And, and I think that's something I learned early on, especially with paralysis, because, you know, everything has to be pre-planned or at least scheduled out because, you know, you need help here or you need someone to drive you there or you need to go and do rehab here. And you also have work, so you need to balance that. And, you know, it's just pre-planning and scheduling. You know, I have, uh, you know, Monday and Wednesdays, I, I go to a place for therapy. Thursday, they come to me. Tuesdays, I'm in the office all day. Fridays, I'm in the office. You know, the weekends, I'm working. And, you know, you still obviously want to have time for a social life. But, you know, it's just pre-planning and, and you know, staying on a, a strict, you know, schedule of not getting off topic because it just sets you back. And, and you know, for me, as someone who, obviously needs to continually be on the move um, mentally because I think it helps so much staying away from the negatives and, and, you know, opposed to being alone or just having time to think because it's such a dangerous thing for someone with an injury um, because of some of the negative things that can creep into your head and the inabilities of, of what life is, is got in front of you. So, you know, obviously staying positive is huge, but at the end of the day, it's just a matter of, staying busy and, and making sure that, you know, you're on top of things and having your weekly meetings with the foundation and um, the events that we've got going on with, you know, the, the gala in, um, in the wintertime, which we just had um, uh, 
uh, with the wild. Then we have our golf tournament in July and then uh, the wine event usually in March or so, or February, depending on um, uh, the scheduling there. But, you know, it's, it's, I, I enjoy being busy. I really like it because I think, as I mentioned, it, it can go south really quickly if you're not doing anything and you're not staying busy with uh, the, uh, the reality that you have in front of you. You, you, we talked about it before the show really quick uh, just the you talked about the pre-planning a little bit but like you have uh, a full-time live-in person who helps you get dressed helps you get fed helps you get to get to, to work helps you get to social events I mean this is that person's job is one person's job is to make sure you get to where you need to get to each day yeah, I mean, their job, and, and Danny is, is the man we're talking about, and he is a godsend and a lifesaver. Um, his job is literally to keep me alive. And I think one of the things with paralysis that people don't necessarily realize, understand, um, want to think about is what goes on behind the scenes and how much more is affected than just seeing someone and knowing that you know they can't walk. You know, that's the first thing you see, and that's really the only thing you think about until you realize that um, I wake up, I can't get out of bed, I can't get in bed, I can't, you know, shower by myself, I can't get dressed. Um, there's so much more to it than not being able to walk. And for someone who, you know, literally dedicates their life to keeping me alive and helping me try to pursue and live you know, my dreams is, uh, is amazing. And I can't thank him enough for that. And, um, you know, it, it's been able to give me the opportunity to, to go through college and try to live as normal and social of a life. Um, and to try to work my way up in the ranks of a, an NHL organization without having a living caretaker, um, and having to depend on, you know, say my parents 24 seven, uh, is is not ideal by any means because um, uh, you want to be able to grow up and be yourself and, and be independent. But when it's not always an option, um, you have to, to kind of just take your L's where they come. And living with someone isn't the most ideal situation that um, kind of takes away from a lot of opportunity in, in other areas. But, uh, um, no, it's, it's having a caretaker that has really – been able to, to help me pursue my career and my dreams has, has been nothing short of spectacular. And um, to anyone out there who's a nurse or a caregiver, um, you know, I, I can't thank you enough for what you do. So did Danny start as a hockey fan or have you persuaded him into one? It's funny. So Danny's, uh, he's from the Philippines and uh, there is no hockey in the Philippines as you might guess. <laughs> right. Um, uh, he slowly converted into one because I forced it down his throat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whether it has to do with the Wild or the Kings or Minnesota State Tournament, he's aware of the all-hockey hair team. He knows everything he needs to know uh, when it comes to the Nild and, and everything like that. So um, by by no choice of his own, he is a hockey fan. And he's, he has slowly grown into it. And, and whether it's, you know, interest or just being entertained by, you know, some cool plays here and there. Um, I'm happy that he's accepted it, even though he didn't really have a choice. <laughs> oh, we love it. Well, I'm glad you made a fan out of out of Danny, and uh, we've become a fan of yours, Jack. I appreciate you spending some time with us today. Hey, absolutely, and uh, I appreciate the uh, the time to come on. And uh, 
you know, it's it's been a weird 10 years. It feels like it's flown by in so many ways, but it also feels like it's been forever because of how much has gone on in, in my life. And you kind of realize that life just moves on. And, you know, in many ways it's good, in many ways it sucks, but, um, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a long 10 years, but uh, I've been very, very grateful for all the support that Minnesota, Minnesota hockey fans and in, in the high school leagues and, um, not necessarily the MSHSL because that's another story. <laughs> but, uh, but I love high school hockey, and um, uh, it'll forever be uh, a huge part. I I can't wait till I can get back uh, to the state tournament and uh, enjoy that scene again. Okay, Jack. Thanks a lot. Have a good day, bud. <laughs> uh, no, thanks so much, guys. Well, thanks, Jack, and that was that was a long, really cool interview. I really enjoyed it. Um, it really was great. Yeah, okay. you weren't even there, Carl. <laughs> nice but, try. But it was really interesting to get to know, uh, like, uh, just the things that he was saying, like, really make you pause and think more uh, about the injury and what he deals with on a day-to-day basis. It's so funny. And the State High School League. No. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's like a, a minor detail, but a major part of the interview, I, I thought, was him ripping the High School League right at the end. It was like a parting shot, like a jab right to the face to the High School League for not letting him on the ice. Um, but I thought, like I said, we were during the interview, um, it just kind of dawned on Danny and us that this kid, it's he became an adult when he was 16 years old. Yeah, yeah. There's you know, well, everything that you know is different. I I study a lot about presidential history and like right. Franklin Roosevelt and stuff like that. And you know, just listening to him talk, really like the correlations, you know, of when Roosevelt got polio and right. stuff like that. It was because it was instant too, and your life changes, and you're an abled body person that to you know not. to not and you know it's it's hard and yeah i think really um the way he was talking about schedules there at the end is i need to be His schedules yeah, yeah you got to plan like you and i we get up get chick take shower right yeah and, and we go to work you know for yeah. a guy it's take get ready to half an hour and then we get in the car drive half an hour right yeah typical yeah for him it takes probably an hour to shower and it probably takes then you have to get into the van. Yeah. You know, it probably takes it's two yeah. hours to I get gotta to get work. Dressed. I, right. You it's know, two all... hours to get to work yeah. versus um, most dudes, it's an hour, right? Yeah. Or whatever, right? Yeah. Exactly. Everything's longer. Everything is scheduled. It's yeah. just patience. And I think he mentioned you probably caught it probably counted five to ten times where he talked about there are places in life. I like to stay busy because there are places in life where you can really get Go, things could go south on you. So yeah. I like to stay busy to avoid those patches. It really life. made me think he about... He must have said that like four or five times. Well, and that's what made me think about Franklin Roosevelt because he would go... Uh, Roosevelt went down to the Florida, Florida Keys a lot and yeah. he went to um, Warm Springs in Georgia yeah. a lot when he got really sad um, and depressed. And, yeah. and it really made me think about that. It, it, but that's just the historian. The other take was he moved away from Minnesota and a lot of it was... You know, the weather. The weather. Yeah. Yeah, for his body. He's more mobile. Yep. No, yeah. it's like the minute his body gets cold. He can't regulate. He can't regulate. His whole system, his whole everything is thrown off. So he's got to be in a warm climate. It, it was just. A lot learned. A lot, a lot learned. learned in 30 it, minutes. But really, um, 
go on his website, uh, B- uh, Believe Foundation, Believe yep. with Believe uh, Foundation. The uh, thirteen is the I and the three I and the E, e. for Believe. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, go visit that. Obviously, um, three million dollars that thing is raised. Yeah, and it's all he, he said. It's all Minnesota people. Well, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't want to say because he was he was talking so well. I mean, like when I like go and like snowplow or snowblow my parents' driveway, the hat in the front of the closet is a jabby hat. Yeah, that's what my dad wears too. And like, it's like everybody had one of those. We still have know? a helmet down in the basement. You know, blue Jefferson helmet with the thirteen sticker on it. I think Connor's. <laughs> the, yeah. There's one in our garage that yeah. does. Still got it. Yeah, still got it. So. Anyways, so. Um, before we get move on to class, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Red and Black League for their continued sponsorship of our programming. It's an awesome uh, gift they give us each year to help put on our program and, and and support us. We want to make sure that our customers keep supporting them and playing their leagues. It's a great league in the fall, off season hockey. Great league in the spring, off season hockey. They they got teams now from all over the state playing in the league. They have a out state champion, a north champion, south champion. They have a little tournament at the end of the year each time. Uh, they do a really nice job. They've added girls hockey this year, so check out redblackleagues.com. Um, and, you know, the nicest part about the league, other than it's no checking and it's, it's you know, just just being, basically staying active, is, is the people that run the league. Patty, I was going to say yeah, that. Patty Hanson. And, and Brian Hanson. Brian Hanson, just great people. You know, they're, they're down-to-earth hockey lovers. I mean, they love the game like – like anything, they listen to this show. So thank you, Patty, and thank you, Brian, for for all you do for the league. I I know when I see them this year, I don't know where it's going to be a hug, <laughs> you know. And, and so that always it's always exciting seeing them. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, um. Okay. Well, we Tradition did companies, companies ranking the TCR, the TCR, the TCR. The TCR. rankings. We made the TCR uh, tonight, and I got to tell you, uh, I'm. War, I'm world might be number one. Okay, might be, but they're okay. not. Okay, go ahead, Carl. Let's mm. have. Well, I think you're going to read the. This is your okay. job, Tony. Yeah. Yep. I, I, we have Hermantown there. You right take now. responsibility for these. We have Hermantown <laughs> right there, but don't you guys have a little? No. Wow, don't you Meh. have just a slightest? No, bit? no, they play each other in January. Yeah. They do up at Here. Hermantown. Yeah, so oh. I will, who will be, be there. there. Carl and Danny will be there. I have a trip planned that weekend. I have not booked my flight. Um, I'm considering canceling the trip so I can go broadcast this game. There's a thing when all three of us are in the same rink for a game. It's huge. It's a big game. It's huge. That's how you know it's big. Yeah. Count the blue jackets. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. So uh, that that game I'm looking forward to. Um, But I still think Hermantown's number one. We'll get into that in a little bit. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, like you said, ain't that far away. Who is it? God, world. Yeah. I just think they're going to be better. I think it's going to come down to goaltending, and I think World's got a better goaltender. Slukinski. He's a better goaltender than anything Hermantown's going to throw I can say his name. Better than Dane Calloway? Better than Dane Calloway, and I love Dane Calloway. I think that I think Hammer's better than Dane, and I really do. So one and two are pretty easy for us to delineate. It's yep. it, it's easy. And then three and four are nice teams. Yes, they're good teams. Nice teams. <coughs> uh oh, more noises from the Carl Dome. <laughs> uh, East Grand Forks, we got it three. Yep. 
Uh, returning Jackson Panzer. But not Trey Osmus. And that's a big mm-hmm. loss for them. However, a big group of ninth graders that won the state yeah, tournament yeah. last year. And they, yeah. guess who they beat in the state final? Warroad. Warroad. Andy yeah. Dinah. It was crazy. <laughs> what yeah. a great game that was. How did Hermantown do that tournament? Uh, they played double A. Oh. 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 <laughs> they played double A, and they made it to state in double A. Yes. Yes. They did. Okay, who's number four? Uh, Matamida. Who returned the best goaltender in the state. Uh, without question. Yeah. Without question. The 20, was he 2020 goalie of the year? Yeah. Yeah. 2021. When he, when he won state. Yeah, won state in 2020. Yeah. I got a good story. You want to hear a good story? Always. So, uh, Drew Sams is a former Hermantown kid. Goes to the U. Mm-hmm. Same fraternity as my daughter, Olivia's boyfriend, Alex. And that fraternity is loaded with hockey players. I mean, there's everywhere you turn, there's hockey players. Edina guys, Eden Prairie guys, Stillwater guys, and uh, Hermantown guys, Matamidi guys. You know, they're all over the place, right? And, and so, of course, I'm at the tailgate parties and. Oh, and we all get to talk a little hockey, right? You know, and uh, and the uh, the, the uh, Drew Sams, who was on the same, I don't know, the same line or same team as Biondi in that 2020 game, and I must remind him all the time about losing to Montemita, all the time, right? And I mm-hmm. and I look at Jesse Brown as an old goalie for uh, Stillwater. He goes, "Yeah, when I was in high school, we were four and zero against Montemita. How about you, Drew?" <laughs> 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 One of the best digs ever, and Drews just shakes his head and walks away. You know, so that it's that, fun. <laughs> it's fun to see these kids. You know, Bjorn Swanson from Edina and uh, Cole Cavanaugh, Luke Rugemer. They're all in the same frat down at the U, and oh, they have a really funny. good time just you kind know, of catching up on hockey. Do you remember this tournament? You remember that? Remember this? And it's fun to catch up with those guys. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, number, can we go to five? We're, we all agree on one through four, right? One through four. four. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if that's like, you know, like those are the top of the mountain. Oh. Now this is base camp. Yeah, it's 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 a tw- it's a high peak, and then it's it's nothing after that. It tumbles pretty hard. Steep yeah. slope. Um, Fergus Falls hasn't been to state in how long? It it's in the teens. Isn't I it? need the spreadsheet. I think, I think it's, it's nineteen two thousand three. Ooh. 18 years. He's getting the spreadsheet. Let me open the spreadsheet. 18 years. Well, yes, but they return a really good top line. Oh, yeah. And one of the best. They'll be in the 4-5 game for sure this year at State. 2003. Yeah. 2003. Yeah. Oh, 18 years. I was right. Yeah. Um, and it I will think, be 19. Yeah, whatever. And he was in the teens. Um, so Fergus <laughs> is number five. Right? Yes. Yes. And they have a. They're the, They will be the best team in Section Six. Maybe. Maybe Alex, um, the sixth uh, ranked team. And it goes. There's a divide from five to six. I think so too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they'll be about the same. Denfeld. Denfeld. Okay. Then after. Yeah, Denfeld's so good. Yeah, that's a good top line too. Sorry. Now, now let's jump and off. Then now there's a divide. Seven is Delano. This is where Roadrunner. <laughs> and Wiley it's Coyote, the <laughs> and he goes beep beep, and yeah, he looks, and he's gone. just falling. <laughs> you know, Delano just always seems to find a way, though. Yeah, they? yeah, they do. They're always, always in state and to lose they, the quarters, and they are. They are the White Bear Lake of same colors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They aren't they a little like, bit? 
<coughs> lions yeah. and tigers and bears. One's yeah. east, one's west. Yeah, they're very much alike. They're very much alike. Uh, here's a team who's who had some success. 2018 runner-up Alexandria. You know what? This is this really isn't even fair for me to rank them eight. To be honest with you, I couldn't name one player on Alexandria's varsity. Normally, I got them all lined up from watching them in yeah in, the in Mike Crawleys of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we just haven't. This is this is a product of COVID. You yeah. know, in the last two years, we have not seen a lot of Alexandria. You know, it's just it's, it's the dynamic of Cathedral and the Alex rivalries kind of died, or it's dead actually. Yeah, it's dead. It used to be it used to be an annual thing for us to go. We probably went and did that game three or four years in a row. So yeah. we knew these kids, yeah. and they would come to our Blue Ox and play in the Class A. And like we had a huge relationship, and it just kind of has died off. How much do you think that like? Their team itself has died off more because of the North Star. It does get hurt. I mean, there's a kid. Speaking of that, there's a kid um, uh, in in the program. Their best player, he'd be like a sophomore this year. So North Star Christian. That North Star and would have been at Alex. Would okay. have been there one of their top players. And I can't. I can see him, but I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Okay. Well, it's worth asking. Um, and then number nine, we bring in Orno. Um, who will go head-to-head with Delano, I think, in that section. Now in different conferences. Yes. And Breck's not going to be anywhere near what they have been. They had a decent They almost lost their girls' teams. Think about that. They were state champion like four years in a row, and then a bunch of guys transferred out. They barely have a varsity hockey team. They don't have a JV of girls. Think about that. So that that tells you what, what the emphasis in hockey is for boys as well. Caden Morgan, their best player. Gone. Blake Gone. Mueller, Peter Mueller, to this. To this. Yeah. That's kind of sad. It is sad. It's very sad. Um, they were a really nice team. I mean, even, remember, was it 16? They were in the section, they were in the state final. Yeah, they weren't. They, Breck was never obnoxious. Nobody ever really ragged on Breck. No, no. <laughs> no, they should have, but they, they, they didn't. They didn't. Maybe, but they did, they did get after St. Thomas. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy. Heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And then last but not least, this is a team that I think could be a lot better than people think is Northfield. Yeah. So Northfield and New Prague both drop down. They're in to A. They're yep. both in Section 1. Northfield coming from 2AA and. I think those are the two Prague, best I mean. in the section by yeah. far. Yeah. We'll talk about that shortly. We, well, let's segue that into it right now, actually. Okay, Albert Lee, no. Austin, no. Cotter, sorry. Faribault, no. La Crescent, no. Hey, they won a section game last year. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Red Wing, <laughs> no. Lords, no. Wasika, no. no. Winona, no. Okay, like, yeah, those are the t- Northfield and New Prague are the two best teams. And they're also the biggest schools, too. So yeah. you know that they're going to be the best teams. They're like Monticello Over down fringe versus. They are Monticello. Yeah. It's a great analogy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. It, it, like you said, Carl, they're fringe. You know, uh, Northfield's a college town too. Yeah, they're fringe suburban teams. They are. Mm-hmm. They are very fringe. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 almost not fair. You know. Yeah. Remember remember the Minnesota River days? You know, there's no <laughs> Minnesota River coming through. That was now. three. That was section three. Yeah, but, but still. yeah, yeah. There is no yeah. Lacrosse, Cleveland. Hoka. Yeah. No. Lesseur. Hoka. 
Actually, look across the pipe. Lacrosse and Hoka is a Lesur Henderson St. Peter. St. Peter. That's the Cleveland one. Yeah, that's Minnesota. Maybe there was even Cleveland. Montgomery's in there too. I have a friend from Cleveland. Tri City United. Yeah, one of Miranda's roommates is Cleveland. I know. Ohio. No, <laughs> I, I make fun of her. Dodge <laughs> um, County's like that too. They got some six schools attached. Yeah, to that thing. but now they're double A. Right. Yeah, no, that's yeah. robbery. Yeah, and so, but so let's stay on the section one. It's going to be Northfield or New Prague. I agree. I don't know which one yet. I, where's Red Wing? Red Wing's they, in they one. Stuck in they're in f- one. They're in they one. Be okay. They should be. I mean, like, but again, it's going to be so hard to tell. Those schools, Northfield has a, Northfield and New Prague have history at the tournament. You know. Good history. Good history at the tournament. Yep. So I. Northfield? In Northfield. Yeah, Northfield went oh, to the Final Four. Once. Yeah, they went to the Final Four. Yeah. They beat Matamita. They beat Matamita when Matamita came out with blonde right. hair. Yeah. yeah. Dallas Stockton. never did that again. (laughs) (laughs) That never happened again. That was wrong. Um, Yeah, so I I think think Northfield. I'm just going to go that. I I do too. They got a really strong youth program. Very strong at the Class A level. I think their Bantam A team, single A, is number one in the state or will be top two or three. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. They'll be right where they should be. Okay. Where they should be, as far as I'm concerned. Then they'll be forced to move up. <coughs> you know, and <laughs> don't get me started. Not for two years. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, section two, um, Delano and Orono are the prohibitive favorites in this, but Litchfield moves in now. So does Hutch. So does Hutch. It's it's so weird. This is so bad for hockey. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not. Not that big of a fan. No. Carl and I were looking up Southwest Christian returns a lot of seniors. Yeah, they're actually probably one of the better teams. Yep. So uh, they're, they're <laughs> to watch out is for. all right. Yeah, yeah, Minneapolis is never, like, out of the picture, it feels like, in this section. Mm-hmm. Um, Providence? Mm, eh. Providence and Breck are kind of in the same boat. Kendi, I don't think, is there. Oh no! Oh no! No. Um, and then, although uh, Kennedy will be the subject of our uh, game on Minnesota team favorite okay. team this year, oh. it's the thirty fifth oh. anniversary of Kennedy's state championship. Oh, okay. okay. Well, the good news is you don't need to worry too much about the you know the hockey day curse or whatever. There will be no uh, <laughs> there will be no uh, game on curse this year. No, <laughs> but uh, prior to the state championship, the Kennedy boys. Then I have video of it. I uh, did a rap. They got they went Ooh. they did this funny, funny rap, and it just so happens I know three or four of those guys in the rap video. So I'm gonna reunite the rappers from eighty seven with Ooh. the <laughs> current seniors that all work for us at YHH. <laughs> put a little thirty fifth annual thirty fifth reunion together with those boys together and they'll do a rap together. It's gonna be fun. Oh god. That's oh, gonna this, be ugly. This sounds it's really cringy, cringe. but yeah. Cringe. <laughs> I'm looking oh, forward to it. Sorry, cringe police. Looking I think forward the, to it. I think I the, can't I've, wait. Oh, I'll watch it, but I'll yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch. Like don't I don't even want to watch. No, you're banned. I'm gonna I'm gonna ban your IP. Both your IPs will be banned from watching it. Okay. Huh? Uh, okay. Let's. Um, who do we got in two? Um, Delano. Orono. Who wants? Who wants Delano? Delano. I I think it's Delano's yeah. to lose right now. 
Um, okay, three had some sh- shakeups in there too. Um, Mankato is now in three, uh, both yeah. west and east, um, and they'll play in Hockey Day this year, untelevised. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to hold it. We're coming to your town, help you party it. T- no, you're not in the TV. <laughs> Stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's so dumb. Yeah, we want you to build out an entire city. If you build city. it, we will film they, there. They will not come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you build it, we'll film it, but not we won't you, film anyway. you. No, no. No. This is you can't play. No. no. Yeah, you build it all out and we won't even videotape the game. Yeah. We might play you later at one o'clock in the morning after we've played poker. And Tony yeah. will be the broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> like the C oh, squad. Really right? Yeah. Okay, that being said, do East and West do they have a chance to come out of this section? For sure they do. Yeah, I think they do. I think I mean, they're the front runners. I mean, Mankato and yep, Laverne, and New I mean, Yep. Marshall. I mean, I think again, talk about fringe suburb teams. This is the best association in southwestern Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if they're split, you know. Um. Okay. So who's saying East and who's I saying West? I have no uh, idea. I'll, I'll say West because East lost their whole team. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll go West. And I saw what East's team without their top players did yeah. do. <laughs> it could beat Hoka. <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm going East because I need to pick an East. Well, yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Pretty, I'll go West. Brand. Okay. Um, okay. Section four uh, loses Gentry. Adds Chicago. Adds two rivers. Oh. Actually, it's always been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's. Funny. Kind of it. No other real mix-ups in this one. It's Matamidi's section even more than it's always Tartan had. moved back to double-A? Yeah, Tartan's not in this. Tartan's in four double-A, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that didn't get mentioned. Uh, Tartan's one year, I think, uh, respite in class A and then moved back up. Done. Yeah. I think it was two, technically. but um, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, this is Matamidi's to lose. Um, and they have a strong, strong schedule, so I think that bodes well for them this year, definitely in state. So, team to watch out for at least. Um, five, five has some changes in it Very too. Interesting changes. 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 Um, this is where um, Little Falls now comes into this one. I don't know if. Becker was already or not? Do we even need to talk about Becker? No, I know that, but I'm just looking at the stuff. Um, so it's Little Falls and Monticello, Princeton, Pine uh, Pine City, um, Cambridge. And, and, and Northern Lakes moved out of this one, right? They moved out or of this six. one. They moved into six. Which makes six interesting. I like Northern Lakes Youth Association. Yeah, it makes them interesting. So... Yeah. Um, this is really Little Falls and Monticello. I still, I still like the Moose here. It's it's the default mm-hmm. pick because they're bigger. Right? It's the default pick because they're bigger, but also Little Falls lost so much. They're, they're there's goalie. a reason why they're not in our top ten right now. Because they're um, goalie. Because of their goalie. Because of their coach. Coach. Because of their top line. Uh, I just Kaczynski, Helgeson, you know, type of thing. Like uh, I just got to go Monticello. Okay, safe. Going safe. Anybody else want to go against this? 
I'm gonna I'll go take Will Falls for fun. I'm gonna, okay. I'm, not, I'm, I'm taking him for serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Ow. taking him for fun. <laughs> You're betting with well, real I, money. I, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just having fun here. I'm not, <laughs> not serious. <laughs> okay, so six, as we said, now is a little bit different. Um Fergus and Alex still are there, and so is St. Cloud Cathedral, but now we add I don't think Wilmer was there before, and Northern Lakes is now there. Um, I think Wilmer was in six, wasn't they? Weren't they? Wait, is they, Saint... were, they were in three for a bit? I don't know if they were most recent cycle, but yeah, they, they've been around. Keep reading who who's in it. Sock Rapids, River Lakes, uh, or River no, Lakes no, has always been in. Actually, Saint Cloud Cathedral. My bad. They're in five. five. They're in five. five. Okay. Yeah. It, Cathedrals is in rebuilding mode, so yep. that's why we're not always thinking of them. Um, Wadena, no. Prairie Center, Wadena's no. always been six. Uh, Morris Benson. Six. Uh, Breckenridge, six. Six. So I think six got a lot smaller. There's eight teams in six now. Um, so mm-hmm. it's going to be Alex, Fergus, yeah. and Northern Lakes. I still... I think this is Fergus. Fergus could get upset, but it's Fergus's to lose, in my yep. opinion. Agreed. Um, Debrico yeah. um, is Debrito. Debrito, sorry, like a burrito. Isaac Johnson. Um, definitely players to watch there, and I wrote down one other name because I'm special. And let me get there. Cole Zerden. Yep. That's going to be a good top line. So keep an eye on Fergus Falls, the Otters. Um, seven. Otters. Seven really didn't have any changes, did it, Carl? Um, mm, well, just, just the Rock Ridge. Yeah, just the added, added Moose Lake. Woo. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that uh, great powerhouse. Yeah. Um, Go Rebels. Denfeld will have a nice team, but they do not hold a candle to Hermantown. Hermantown is going to be very, very, very good. Hermantown's schedule is unreal. Hermantown is... Remember when we used to knock Hermantown for not having a good schedule, going undefeated, playing St. Thomas, and, like, not having anybody on their schedule? Okay. Now they have Benilde, Wyzetta, Rosemount, Matamidi, East Grand Forks, Creighton, Orono, Delano, Eden Prairie, War Road, Maple Grove, Holy Family, St. Thomas, and Grand Rapids. Like, who are they missing? Edina? Like, (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know. I just... I, ooh, that's hard. Yeah, to I look. remember there was a transition there between like 14, 15, 16, where people were saying, "Don't play them." Yeah, <laughs> double A teams shouldn't play them. Yeah, so much remember for that. That? Yeah. That, that didn't work. That's not it actually backfired. That's not true for Monomedi or uh, Hermantown, or even for that matter, War Road this year has a very good schedule. So it, it's just. I don't know. It's interesting. Okay, it's very interesting. I was talking. Well, we're not on eight double eight a yet. So no, we're I'll, not. I'll share my Jay Hardwick conversations. Um. So the plants are there. Ty Hansen, um, is there. This team's going to be loaded. I think, like you said, Tony. Only question mark is goaltending. I don't know how much that will be tested. Too. Um, well, I mean, did Dane play last year for East? Yeah. The whole yeah. year? Split, split time, but yeah, he played. Okay. Well, that's enough then. I mean, I, I he's been in all of our stuff. All, you know, the camps, the elite leagues, the everything. And he's 
I've known Dane for a long time. He's a great goaltender. Yeah. I just don't know how tested he is yet. Yeah. Herman. Oh, he saw a lot of shots last year. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so everybody, Hermantown. Okay. Moving Ooh. on to 8A. War Road returns Hampton Slukinski, Jason Shagabay, some defenseman who's, I think, number 37 or something like that. Oh, yeah. That, that, 41. JV number. Very JV number. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Carson Reed is his name. Um, Did you know I had a run-in with her up at the golf room? Oh, it was epic. <laughs> it was epic. <laughs> Surprise! You escape with both eyebrows. <laughs> so here I go. There's like a there's a food tent at every hole, basically every third <laughs> hole. There's like a you know <laughs> super <laughs> fun, right? I get to the first food tent, and there she is. You know, just ready, right. Re- I mean, basically with a battering ram, ready to <laughs> just knock boom me to my knees. It. You know, and she got me in front of like thirty people. She said something, and they're all like, ah, "I'm like, Janelle, I'm gonna kill you." It's <laughs> uh, funny. I know. Oh. I gotta get Miranda to a Warro game this year, just so Janelle can roast me and Miranda can just stand there and we'll laugh. just love it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Warro returns a lot. They don't lose a whole lot. They lose Blake Norris, Anthony Foster. They were goal scorers for them, but yep. I mean, Shagabe uh, is going to be even better this year, and it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, um, and now he has a sidekick. <laughs> now again, has... this goes with the old, you know, do you put you put them together? Or do you uh, in them Class A, you put them you, together. You put them together. You put them together. You put them together. It's going to be special. It's going to be re- Shagabe is such a creative player. And with somebody who can put the puck in the net, it's yeah. going to be really fun. You know, leave it to me to talk about the sophomores, right? So Carson Pilgrim had an unbelievable state tournament last year. He's one of these kids that super smart player, moves the puck really well. Um, you got another Marvin. So Murray Marvin Cordes comes in. He was a Bantam player of the year, Bantam player of the year finalist last year. Unbelievable player. Um, and then you got, you'll notice him right away, Ryan Lund. He's about six foot 10, 270. I mean, he looks like a mountain out there. He skates like the wind. He's got the hardest slap shot. Uh, he, he'll play three years for, for Warroad. He's a special player. So you got speed, you got size, you got Damon. This might be one of the best five teams in the state. Yeah. I still think they might be better than Hermantown. I really do. I really do. I think they'll be better than Hermantown. They have a chance to prove that this year, and that yes. makes it really interesting. Um, they play Fergus Falls, which is kind of fun. Um, uh, on the flip side, they do have a section opponent. And, yes. And they East, do. East Grand is competition. Uh, even the Jackson Panzer is a force to be messed with. Oh, yeah. To reckon with? Yeah, yeah reckon with. Sorry. <laughs> Don't, Don't mess with that. With Don't mess with, mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a force to be messed <laughs> with. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm not messing with you, Jackson. <laughs> Danny wants to mess with you. I'm not messing with him. That's all Danny. <laughs> that guy would whoop my ass. I'm telling you right now. So, yeah. His I, dad wouldn't, but. His son would. <laughs> um, so, he, obviously, Jackson had a great tournament last year. It's coming back, coming back for a reason. Yep. And so, um, they're 
this section They'll be final. young. That team will be young. I I think I one of us will be at one of those games this year. We're going for sure. That's a it's a must. You'll see a lot of YHH road trips. I think yep. this year. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, we'll be out and about. Um, but I think for this section, everybody got War Road. Anybody? No, no one's no. beating War Road. Love love the EGFs. Love their future. I think after this, I, I literally. I think that uh, this rivalry is going to be awesome over the next five or six years. Yeah. I mean, even down to Pee Wee's. I mean, they're just, they're neck and neck from squirts, Pee Wee's, Bantams, even ninth, tenth grade. I think this is the year world wins. After this, it's going to be a toss up for the next seven or eight years, which is fun. It's great for hockey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We When I'm up there, I spend a lot of time with these two towns, people from both these towns. And you talk about the World Rosal rivalry, they'll all say, that's world's Rosos. People in world say Rosos are rival. You know, it's fun. We're, we're eleven miles apart. Blah blah blah. Our real rival is we East wanna, Side. We want to beat East Side. We want to be East Side because that's that's they're, they prevent well, us from matter. going to state. That they prevent us from going to state. Roso doesn't prevent us from going to state. No. So I've heard it multiple times, and I love hearing that. It's like, yeah, it is a it is your rival. You yeah. know, and yeah, you should have seen it when they were playing each other in the state final. My gosh, it was. Some epic stuff going on in, in the building, outside of the ice, if you know what I'm saying. It was pretty good. Okay, that's what we got. You want to pick who's going to win state? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, double A, who do you got? Hill Murray. No one's beating Hill Murray. That's, that was my pick. Was it really? Yeah. I, I, I was in the barber chair last week. Who's going to win state, Tony? I'm like, Hill Murray. Yeah, I got Hill. I got Hill, too. Carl? For uh, the breakdowns preview book, um, <laughs> but I'll say Morehead for fun. Ooh, okay, who for serious? Yeah, because that ain't happening. No chance. Yeah. Hill. Yeah. Hill. Hill. Still going Hill. We're going okay. three Hill. Yeah. We're going Hill Gooch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who? Who? Hermantown. I'm going World. I'll say Hermantown. He'll I mean, never I, say Herman. He'll never. I feel say contractually Herman. obligated to say War Road. He yeah. won't. There's no. Yeah, because you're going to be the uh, economic development officer for the city <laughs> yeah, of War Road. Yeah, I've got a job here. So <laughs> yeah. job on the line. <laughs> Don't want to lose your job yeah. uh, in War Road. No. I, Actually, I, well, Herman Town's one of my clients too. This is tough. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I just think they're kind of snake bit. You know, last year they they would have won it. Any. Arguments? I think they would have. No, I think they, they would have. No. I think they would have beaten. Yeah, Gentry. I really do. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were better than Gentry. Yes. Yeah, they were. Yeah, and especially with Sam and Joey. Yeah, I, I thought they were better. Um, but I just, for some reason, it's one of those programs. It's kind of one of those snake bit programs. Yeah, I mean, they, they again, are. they won they it. Are. Remember the two years they won it? They never like blew anybody out. No. No, you know the, the, the seventeen title is so painful to watch. Yeah, that one was bad. <laughs> Which one was the, that? The was truck that... backing into the trophy. Yep. Gosh. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the truck just backing into a trophy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was hard. Oh. So I think that's it, right? That's that's it. What this a is... fun show! It was a real short one this week. You know, yeah, but you got a lot of time before the season. We'll give you starts. more to chew on next show because of. 
you know, we're five hours. Here. Of it wasn't recording. a lot here, but the next one we promise a little bit more yeah. fun stuff. But I think there's a lot of information here, um, whether it's players or teams or sections. There's so much with the section alignment that really added so much time to the show. Yeah, it's more uh, to talk about. Fantastic show uh, for Carl and Danny. I'm and Jabs and Jabs. Um, and our sponsors, Red and Black League and Tradition Companies. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed today's show.